This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. In 1958, a man named Franklin Clark Fry, the then president of the United Lutheran Church in America, set aside $1 million to fund production of a TV series. Fry recognized the power of the medium and had a vision of gifting a program free of distribution charges to television stations across the nation as a Trojan horse for the teachings and the brand of the Lutheran Church. Having taken notice of the popular claymation series Gumby, the church contacted creator Art Clokey. While Art Clokey has a name implying some sort of international jewel thief, he was actually just a stop-motion animator, and before that, a seminary school dropout. When he met his wife, Ruth, at seminary in the late 40s, they shared the common goal of making religious films. So when they got the call, Art and Ruth jumped at the opportunity to fulfill this abandoned spiritual vocation, saying, quote, It's a wonderful miracle that the church saw Gumby on TV, and I flew out to California to make a deal to use the Gumby technique to make this religious series. It's just what I wanted to do. Gumby Luya, indeed. <laughs> on February 25th, 1961, Davy and Goliath premiered in syndication. The show centered on good Christian boy Davy Hansen and Goliath, his talking dog that often acted as Davy's canine conscience. Each episode focused on Davy as he and his friends and family learned about the love of God through everyday life. By 1969. <clears throat> by 1969. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the show was so popular nationally and abroad that the church began funding more episodes. Ruth and Art had divorced in 1966, so Ruth continued to supervise production of the series without Art. The new season, first airing in 1971, reflected a social consciousness not present in the initial batch of episodes, with stories tackling racism, discrimination, integration, the environment, and including a multi-ethnic cast of characters. It was practically a claymation Shondaland. Clay's Anatomy. How to get a clay with murder. <laughs> Although, to be fair, while the first batch of episodes featured a wider cast of characters, the second batch featured only two white voices for literally every single character. Voice actress veteran Norma McMillan and Hal Smith, who you may also know as Al from the Winnie the Pooh series, or even better, as John Avery Whitaker from Adventures in Aussie. <laughs> the last episode aired in 1975, and aside from a very cool Mountain Dew commercial in 2001 and an extremely cool snowboarding Christmas special in 2004, Davy and Goliath's lasting cultural impact can be measured in the homages and parodies extending into the new century. These range from Davy and Son of Goliath, a mad TV sketch which reimagines Davy's sweet dog as a demon from hell, encouraging him to become a serial killer, and Adult Swim's Moral Oral a graphic stop-motion satire of fundamentalist religion and middle American values. Reflecting on its lasting impact, Ruth Clokey said, I think of all the things that I've done in my life, I am most proud of Davy and Goliath. We were really doing something to help the children of our country and of the world. <laughs> 
I'm really proud of that. This show had a message. It wasn't just junk. So we watched Davy and Goliath, specifically the episode The Family of God, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Davy? What's up, Goliath? Davy? You gotta get like four A's in there. Davy? I want you to kill Davy. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have a little good Christian fun. Christian fun. Caroline, what is Good Christian Fun? Good Christian Fun is a paranormal association where mm-hmm. we talk about spooks and specters. Spooks and specters. It's our, <laughs> it's our little religious uh, inflected X-Files. But we only talk about one ghost. Fun fact. Here's a real true fun ghost. fact. The Holy Ghost. I'm sorry. I yeah. stepped on that. Thank you. Fun fact. The hip hop then grunge rock trio DC Talk wrote a song called The Truth Is Out There, hoping it'd be used in the X-Files movie. <laughs> And it wasn't. No way. <laughs> really? The truth is out there. It's that. a real song. I love that optimism on there. Yeah, end. they thought it was going to, but it didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael, Kevin, Toby. No, this is a podcast where we talk about uh, Christian pop culture, like music and movies, and uh, why do they make it this way? What are they trying to say with this stuff? What's going on in it? What's the pretext, the subtext, the It's vortex? an upside down mirror world of the mm. real world, and they're making stuff, and most people don't know. Upside down instead of demagogues, it's demigods, the son of God, Jesus Christ. Good Christian fun. Caroline, how's your heart? <laughs> see how long you can devolve. Instead of Nancy, there's Mary. Oh, there's Mary. <laughs> instead of Dustin, there's, um, or no, instead of Will Byers, there's Lazarus. Because he comes back, too. It's like kind of crazy to just watch you fall apart on air. Instead of um, Steve, there's Steve, the Steve, Apostle Steve, Paul. Steve, Steve, that is true, because I feel like Steve went from a Saul to Paul in season two, like straight up. What are you talking about? Breaking Bad? I don't watch that show. We're talking about Stranger Things. Get out of here. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we watch all of season two That's in true. this room. That's true. Together. I remember now. Caroline, how's your heart? My heart's good. I'm feeling full of pep and optimism this week. Why? Why? Sorry, uh, that was accusatory. <laughs> I don't know. I feel uh, I feel pro- productive. Like I've been on the I'm on the right track. I've been reading some good things, and uh, frankly, honestly, yeah, I feel like my faith is in a good place. I'm discovering Whoa. new things and feeling very good about it. Okay, I'm great. Very free. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, I do want to issue a uh, small Apology. correction. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> yes, what? I do. Um. A few listeners pointed out to me in the Prince of Egypt episode or something like that, that I uh, interchanged the word Christian to mean Protestant as opposed to Catholic, but Catholics are Christians. Oh, sure. No, that's something we both struggled with. Yeah, so I'm sorry for doing that. I'm trying to figure out, yeah, the the better lingo would be if you're referring to like Protestants, call them Protestants, not Christians. Protestants and Catholics are Christian. Right. Protestants and Catholics are not the same thing, though. Right, yes. So we go. I'll do better. To all my Catholics out there, peace be with you. <laughs> uh, Caroline's going to say a few Hail Marys and get back to you. <laughs> I sure will. Is that what they do? I don't know. I assume so. No, we love you guys, please. <laughs> we love you guys. Um, how's your heart, Kevin? My heart's pretty good because Caroline made me 
a really delicious cake yesterday <laughs> in honor of a special occasion, which we'll talk about later. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. It was good. I slaved over it, and I felt really good about it. And yeah. just the delight on your face was worth it. It was really good. I don't know if I'm going to share what that cake said on social media, but it was funny as hell. Yeah. As heaven, excuse me. <laughs> we'll tell our guest. He gets yeah, that. Yeah, we'll tell our guest. He'll get some peek behind And speaking of our guest, we got to talk. The subject today yes. is Davy and Goliath. Yeah. This thing, this this is one of those things where it's like, was it a video series? It's just kind of existed in the uh-huh. ether of my mind. But it's like this cultural touchstone that yeah. I didn't know about. Revolutionary even. Right. This is like the Beatles of Claymation. <laughs> it probably wasn't. <laughs> I think Gumby was probably the Beatles of Claymation. I think Yellow Submarine was the Beatles you know of what? Claymation. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. And introduce our special guest. First. <laughs> oh, did you forget which order? Yes, I did. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him as an author, as a writer, as a voice actor from his podcast, Welcome to Night Vale. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jeffrey Crater. Yeah. You can talk. Hi. Yeah, you're loud. <laughs> Such a okay. Now shut up. Humble. No. Sing no. your praise to the trainer. Come on, everybody. Jeffrey Crane. Welcome to Nightville and Jeffrey Crane. Jeffrey. Thanks so much for joining us, buddy. Thank you. That that song always brings me such joy when I hear it. It's so good. Kind of a frantic, crazy joy. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Crazy joy time. Did you grow up with Amy Grant at all? Uh, yeah, uh, ah. definitely. Uh, I listened. I actually, uh, after I m- met you, Kevin, at PodCon, I went and downloaded episodes, and oh, yeah? it was and it was, it was the Christmas special oh, came yeah. out when I finally got back home, and so I listened to the Amy Grant thing. I was like, yes, I know all of this. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> Take man. straight back. Yeah, so it was an Amy Grant household, not a Sandy Patty household. <laughs> no, in fact, it was very funny because I only I just know Sandy Patty's name. I don't think I ever listened to Sandy Patty. I couldn't at tell all. you one of her songs no. to be oh, truthful. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Sandy Patty? No, that's Daddy. just Baby yeah. Baby. <laughs> yep. She's See? just a Sandy little Patty. Wow, wow, wow. I don't think that's it. That's not it. Oh, uh, Jeff, thank you. Is it, do we go by Jeff? Uh, I do Jeffrey. Okay, Jeffrey. Okay. Yes, sir. But I'm not going to get all mad or anything. Well, no, I wouldn't yeah. assume so. Yeah. It'd be eye, funny if you did. I <laughs> like, like twitching, though, like you oh, do. Yeah. With me. I mean, you've done a lot of podcasts. Have you ever run into a situation? <laughs> I haven't yet, where it's like someone legit storms off mad and you can't finish the podcast. Ooh. I have not. I only work in scripted oh. podcasts, so it kind of keeps that. Uh, that yeah. keeps, keeps that the boundaries. Keeps yeah. the feelings out of yeah. it. <laughs> you don't have a uh, what you call? Who's the guy with the melon? Hits it with the hammer. Oh, uh, Gallagher. Gallagher on WTF yeah. situation. Oh, okay. oh where yeah. Mark Maron said, "You're kind of racist now, right?" And he stormed off and left. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he was making a bunch of uh, he was making a bunch of homophobic jokes yeah. in Gallagher Seattle. Was? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and Gallagher, I know he slipped that in between watermelon smashes, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're like trenchant social commentary on who should build the wall. Yeah, build it, and I'll destroy it like this watermelon. <laughs> well, Jeffrey, thanks for joining us. Yeah, what is your coming. experience with face stuff? What is your testimony? Uh, I grew up. Uh, I grew up near Dallas. I grew up in a suburb of Dallas called Mesquite. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, and um, and uh, yeah, we we uh, when my parents were married, we went to. Uh, we went to a Disciples of Christ church uh, called Eastridge Park Christian in Mesquite, Texas. Is Disciples of Christ a denomination? It is a denomination. Okay. Um, is I think the it's one that's no music, or I'm n- sorry, no instruments. N- 
maybe. I don't okay. remember there being no, because we had like bells and we did like the there oh, was like okay. the bell choir oh, hand thing, bells? the hand bells. Yeah, yes. um, I, I think it was very similar to Methodist. Is my okay, cool. Yeah, and um, and then my parents got divorced and my dad moved uh, to a smaller town uh, out in the country called Forney, and I I went to Forney First Baptist when I was with my dad. What a name! And it was uh, <laughs> it was very First Baptist of Forney, Texas. Singing. <laughs> Forney F O R N E Y. Okay, yeah. Um, you know what they say? Take the Forney out of Baptist. That's. I'm gonna stop. Keep going. <laughs> They do say that. Well, thanks for having me, y'all. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Um, we, uh, yeah. So I, I uh, so it was really interesting because the 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 disciples of Christ Church was was extraordinarily chill. Okay. Like, and I remember our pastor. I remember Pastor Dan. Like, we got on great. He was really really nice. I remember one time. Uh, Long after I had left the church and gone to college, I remember he sent a nice note to my mom and was just checking in on me and that kind of thing. Oh, and that's cool. uh, Pastor Jerry at the First Baptist Church was more fire and brimstone. Like he wasn't an, a not nice guy, but things were more hardcore there. Yeah. Um, when Kevin, when you asked me if there's anything I wanted to cover this week, I thought about suggesting Last Temptation of Christ, oh, which yes. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen it either. But I remember it being such a big deal because I, I, my. My like grade school years were right in the middle of the eighties, oh, and okay. so, so like I was... remember that. I remember us protesting that movie. Yeah. I remember that wow. being a big thing. Like why that. were why were people protest- protesting uh, it? Because it was like secular Jesus movie, and oh. I think there's. I think I don't. I never saw it. So, but I, what I remember of them telling us was is that I think they they portray a relationship between him and Mary Magdalene. Yeah, it takes oh, some liberties. That's right. In there. Oh yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Bible Nate was fanfic. Me about this the other day. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think it was written by people on people on <laughs> Tumblr. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like it a was huge a fan of Jesus. Jesus. But like, what if? You yeah. know, there's Bible fanfic out there, guys. <laughs> oh, there's there. In fact, uh, we were uh, Joseph and I when we first uh, first year of doing Night Vale, we met. Uh, a pro- we met um, someone who worked at WNYC and worked on Radio Lab, and mm-hmm. we were talking about. The, the fanfic thing and the slash fic that was coming out of sure. like Night Vale and yeah, things like that. Oh. that. That's a show that really lends itself wow. to Absolutely. Oh, characters yeah. and yeah. How do you ours. feel about that? Oh, I love it. It's oh, okay. great. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, But we were talking to this person and they said that, um, they were like, well, that, you know, that would never exist for like a radio lab. And we're like, wait a minute, let's just look it up. And we did. We found a single erotic, <laughs> like erotic? pseudo-erotic. Like it was mild. Oh like it was like sweet, not even erotic. It was like sweet, like gentle sweet like kissing sort of thing but it was like it was like a nice nin or anything what exactly would you google if you were like trying to look up we lo- um fanfic oh no, about no. like just your <laughs> no, no, maybe no. You yourself would, you or- would just type in yeah gcf slash fic i think in the tongue yeah we are asking I'm for trouble there was terrified legitimately there was fanfic for gilmore guys which i will not get into <laughs> that started oh, like you and been. demi yeah. yep <laughs> <laughs> What Anyhow, <laughs> oh, man. there has to be like a like maybe it, like maybe there's already like DC Talk uh, slash I hope maybe so. we're all Caroline and I will write it yeah <laughs> and pitch it to them on oh, the show <laughs> make them read it we can turn you know what we can turn our Facebook discussion group around and make it something totally different if we wanted to and oh dear Lord. the time to start is now can Ask you do a spinoff time. podcast called Now Kiss and it's just <laughs> Now Kiss now it's just trying to see just writing all their faves slash fic Make them wonder how you taste. <laughs> you know who I want to see kiss? Who's that? Bob and Larry. 
the cucumber and tomato? Yeah, make a salad out of those oh, two boys. Come on, ma'am, Yum. ma'am. Oh. I'm so sorry. Okay, Jeffrey, please continue. <laughs> please continue your tale about God. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, grow, yeah, I grew up. I think pretty pretty similar to a lot of the people that you guys have talked to before too. Of like, you just kind of grow up in like like evangelical Christian, mm-hmm. Protestant Christian churches. Did you embrace it? Did you like it? I mean, it, it was kind of just programmed into me. Like, I just sort mm-hmm. of accepted it. Like, I hated going to church, but, like, I believed everything. Yeah. I mean, uh, but, yeah, the idea of having to get up on a Sunday morning and go to church. Oh, it's still rough. Yeah, because either <laughs> you rough. you had to go to early service, which was so early, or you went to late service, which meant it's you like were going to... kind of shameful. Yeah, or you were going to miss <laughs> the... Or for me, because I was such a sports fan, like I was going to miss like noon kickoff for NFL oh. games or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because then we have to go to like whatever Chili's afterwards or something like mm-hmm. that. It is a waste that any like church, especially in the South, has like services in the afternoon on Super Bowl Sunday or something. Yeah. I mean, even here when it happens, there's like 20 people there. Yeah. That's funny. That's like when all the artsy folks go yeah. to church. Yeah. <laughs> and the pastor always makes some joke about it. And you're like, don't. Thanks for you, being here. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Don't don't nudge me about yeah. that. You guys went to Chili after churches? It wasn't. Chili's I don't. Listen, I, growing up in the 80s, I don't even know if Chili's was around, but it was always some like IHOP or Denny's or something like we that. We went to Marie Callender's and I thought about it the entire service. About that sweet pie? About that, um, Honey glazed bran muffin. I was oh, gonna damn. get. I was gonna tear it up. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> For us, it was often chilies after church. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that why chilies is so special to you? It's like a spiritual place. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a second sanctuary. <laughs> but truly, chilies is based in Dallas, so that would it be is. Yeah, Brinker International. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Connection there. So, anyways, yeah, I uh, so I, I would do that sort of thing. But by the time like I kind of got into high school, it was my parents divorced when I was seven. So I and I mostly lived with my mom. So I got to the point where I was really by high school, she had kind of chilled out a lot on the on going to church. So that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. But when I was at my dad's, we went to if I was there for the weekend, we always went to church. So your dad was a little bit more of the like yeah, a little bit more like yeah, we're doing this every time. We're going to do this. We're going to make sure this happens. My dad, I remember in when I was in high school, joined Promise Keepers. Oh, yes. can you describe thing. what that is for our listeners that may not know? Promise Keepers is Christian MRAs? Is that what's happening? Rights <laughs> right activists? Yeah, yeah the, um, I don't think it's that hardcore. I think uh, penis promise keepers. Penis keepers. <laughs> oh, boy. They have a, a, an oak trunk full of them. And, um, Keep it zipped up. Two locks. And, um, <laughs> They, uh, it was a, it was a thing of like, basically like trying to pull men, like it was a whole organization of men for men to get men to come back and be good fathers and good husbands. Yeah. It, it was like kind of a, Jesus. yeah. And like a, let's affirm like masculinity in men and then yeah. like make sure you also realize that that can combine with God yeah, and help you be good fathers, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Reaffirm the patriarchy. A little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't topple it. <laughs> Make Strengthen it, it. strong yeah. as possible. Yeah. Batten yeah. down the hatches. Yes, glue it back together. So he was a part it. of that. Yeah. So he did that, and uh, yeah, I think that was kind of around the point where I started like questioning a lot of that because I remember also like we would get. Cause I, don't, I just remember reading a lot of like really strongly conservative stuff coming around about. Uh, Christianity, and then I was in high school marching band, mm-hmm. and I remember I was really obsessed with marching band. Like I was like, mm-hmm. "How do you become a professional marching band <laughs> marcher?" Because that would be so cool. Yeah. And uh, I remember one of the high schools that we played in football had a really great marching band, like Garland High or something like that, and they performed to Jesus Christ Superstar. Wow. And I was like, I didn't know what it was, and I was like, "This music is awesome." And my friend Jay was like, "It's Jesus Christ Superstar. You should listen to it. It's amazing." And so I started listening to it, and it was like Jesus Christ Superstar that made me like. 
super hot for God, basically. <laughs> I was like, oh, I listen to this all the time. Like, I'm going to start reading the Bible. I've never really paid yeah. that close wow. attention. But it was kind of like the first moment that it wasn't being programmed into me. It was like this story that I was like, this is cool and this mm. music is awesome. And then I started reading the New Testament and was like, oh, this is my own thing now. Like, mm. I know the story yeah. from this show. I know what you mean. Uh, you could have ownership over it. And it is funny, too, how sometimes, like, because I don't think Andrew Lloyd Webber identifies as a Christian man. But it's so funny how, he's like... He's a strong Christian. He's a strong Christian. Mm-hmm. I know he's really conservative. Like, he, he's Brexiter he style. Really? Yeah, he's very he's very conservative. Oh, I don't know if that correlates to Christian, but he's like... I mean, he's like a billionaire, so like, I think that just naturally After a happens. Point, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it is it is funny. I like uh, sometimes art that deals with Christian things, like Last Temptation of Christ, or or uh, in that case, Jesus Christ Superstar. Just having someone with an outside perspective that wasn't raised in it and didn't go to all these churches, who still can see value in it and then communicate that yeah. to you in a way where it's like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like retell the story without an agenda. Of making sure, like, you have a certain theology going with it, maybe? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that original album is rocking. It's really it's great. great. I have to say, uh, jumping ahead really quickly because it relates to Jesus Christ Superstar yeah. was when I was in, when I w- was at college, I uh, I worked backstage at the big auditorium that brought in the tours of musicals and things. And oh, we okay. had yeah, Jesus Christ tours. Superstar came in. It was with Ted Neely was touring as Yay. Jesus from the original movie. Yeah. And uh, so that was really cool. But I remember they did like three nights there. And I, w- I went to Texas A&M. So in College Station, Texas, they had <gasps> three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, goodbye. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks yeah, for having never me. cared about um, that at all. What did you just do? Caroline just put horns on her head. <laughs> as if that, yeah. I mean, no, that is it. That's but one of them? You don't have to put it on your head. To, Longer, you don't have to put it on your head? <laughs> no, you just you oh, just I always do thought it, it was like, if you see him, you're like, yeah, bro. And you kind of like no. lock, you lock horns <laughs> with your fingers. You do it upside down under your nose like a mustache. <laughs> like you're bringing the thunder. Yeah. And you can do fangs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a villain in a train movie in the twenties, yeah. But they, um, they had. I saw backstage. They had like they had taped to a music stand, and it was these show notes in it. I realized later because I had to ask because it was funny and weird that what they had on there. But it had to do with the fly system. Depending on what theater they they were in, if they had a fly system, they would hook Ted Neely up at the end. Spoiler alert: Jesus rises off what? the cross. Okay. Um, at the end, he is put on a cross and. Ascends to heaven. Uh, but if there was a fly system, they would hook him up, and then at the end of the show, on the final number, he would just ascend into the fly. Amazing. And then the curtain. And then, uh, but uh, if they didn't have a fly system, they couldn't obviously safely do that. So they would, uh, they had the cross like lit up brightly, and it kind of like shone heavenly light, and then the curtain. So those oh, were their two wow. options. The audience. But the way they wrote <laughs> it on their run sheet, and it had all the dates in uh-huh. the different auditoriums, it, it, it either said, Jesus flies. Jesus dies. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, those wow. are two very different endings. <laughs> yeah, how did you say that? This is like Clue when did that came out. Like, we're going to have all these alternate but endings. How, how about if it ended this way? <laughs> Jesus flies, Jesus dies. Is this a dead one? All right, I got it. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So that was college. That was college. So Wait, no. So you got into Jesus Christ Superstar and was like, like oh, I can read this myself. Yeah, in like high school, yeah. got really into it and just started reading a lot about it. And when I, when I got to A&M my freshman year, I think that was one of the, like, the two things I wanted to do was, like, join a performing arts organization. Mm-hmm. So I joined the Opera and Performing Arts Society where, like, you know, the student committee there was, like, 100 strong. And we ushered in the theater and worked wow. backstage and, you know, ran community events. It was really fun. And uh, so I did that, and then I also joined the like A and M Christian Fellowship, which in retrospect was 
like a more niche, tinier group that was a lot more like radical in <laughs> than their the thinking. Well, yeah. no, not than the theater, but then like other Christian groups. Oh, like, I interesting. Think, I think the big one at A&M was like, well, it was, there was like Brothers Under Christ or whatever. And I think that that was the big guy group. But oh. AMCF was like, uh, it wasn't just boys. It wasn't, you know, it was yeah. multiple genders, <laughs> all two genders all that two they recognize. Well, um, and it's so funny, the phenomena of like Christian fraternities and sororities yeah. as well that existed. Yeah. In, yeah. My husband and, was in the Christian fraternity. Ooh, you just doxed him. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up. Everyone's going to know who he is Chase now. <laughs> husband yeah. in Christian. There he is. <laughs> Get him. Oh, straight to Nathan Healy. Wow. You just doxed him again. <laughs> I did. Nathan Lawrence Ely. I mean, no. Um, yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good group. It was, it was like a small group. So like, I just, you immediately just sort of know everybody in like a good church group. Like everybody's like, mm-hmm. I'm your friend now and I'm here with you and we're talking about things and mm-hmm. come to our services. And it was like the classic, like non-denominational. I was listening to, yes. uh, I was listening to your Hoovie episode. And, uh, uh, Hoover. and uh, <laughs> <Hoover>. <laughs> 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 I remember the mention of the non-denominational church, and I, that that word in retrospect now actually like like it brings on like a little bit of like a, a cringe or uh, a queasy feeling because like the I remember in that group I remember thinking non-denominational church is so great because it's not any specific doctrine, but it is its own like radicalization doctrine yes. that it's really big on. Like it hides behind like overhead projectors and lyrics and an acoustic <laughs> guitar. Yeah, and, and a um, very like come as you are, like yeah. I'm Greek to the Greeks and Rome to the Roman or whatever. That's and then right. it's like, but really. But yeah, really yeah, I'm into not. some like really hardcore shit. <laughs> they, At least um, in my experience that's how it was for me too. That's it how, wasn't yeah. like an open church because it was non-denominational. Yeah, and I tied like the Jesus thing very quickly because of that group. I tied it very quickly to politics. So mm. um, I, I actually remember uh, I remember meeting a, another guy in there. I think his name was Rich. Um, but we got on okay, and Rich was also into like music and theater and some cool artsy stuff, and we got on really, really well. And uh, But he, he left the group pretty soon after, and I didn't know why or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's got his own other thing. I think in retrospect, I realized that, like, oh, I think this dude was like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this. I'm just trying to be Christian. I'm not trying to be yeah. crazy. But I, I had so, like, associated uh, church with politics that I kind of, even though in high school I was sort of dubious of my dad's conservatism, I became, like, really, really, really conservative. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking oh. through the student union with my headphones on, um, and I was listening to I had a radio, like Glenn I was Beck, pr- Sean um, Hannity. No, this was uh, this was I was listening to Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh, and I and I remember uh, I saw this guy Rich, and and I was like, oh hey Rich, what's going on? He's like, oh nothing, man, good, not, nothing much, good to see you. And I was like, he's like, what are you listening to? And I was like, Rush. He was like, oh cool, man, cool. Oh no, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. He was just talking about the. He was like, oh no, I thought you meant the band. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, 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 I haven't. Couldn't be a are they, less are they good? Cool, Rush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are they good? Are they a jazz trio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, right? Oh no. Yeah. So yeah, I got really into it, and I, I think. I think the thing was is that between that and the arts group, and you start making friends in the like the the performing arts society group, and you just meet a lot of people that are more interesting, you know, and mm-hmm. of different parts of the world and different backgrounds and things like that. And you, uh, yeah, I think once you realize kind of like how hateful some of the stuff is, whether you're listening to Rush Limbaugh or going to this group, or uh, yeah, that became a problem. And the the two big turning points for me were at the end of my freshman year, were uh, one. Uh, we went to the little church uh, 
group, like kind of strip mall area thing that we went to. Um, <laughs> I remember they were like, stay after, we're going to have a special presentation. These guys are from this blah, blah, blah. And they, they're, they're really awesome. They, they have some great stories. And we're like, okay. So I stayed <laughs> after. And then what it was is it was a slideshow of, of aborted fetuses. Oh, oh And I was man. like, oh, no, you, that was terrible. That's like you mismarketed. Yeah, it oh really was. And it was like this, like, and they presented it with, like, as a bunch of dudes presenting it with, like, charm and passion. And, oh, I hate that. Yeah, and it was really bad. And I felt really, like, lied to by the whole thing, you know. And yeah. Just, like, uh, let alone just totally grossed out. I was like, yeah. I was going to go to Double Dave's Pizza. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, and, well, um, and to not be invited to just be like, oh, it's going to be fun. Don't, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about it. You know? Oof. And then the end of that year, they had invited a campus preacher that I had met several times. They inv- He roamed around, did a lot of colleges, and I had met him. He'd come to a lot of stuff, but they invited him to like speak on campus, and he did a... Um, yeah, he did it kind of out in front of near the Student Union building, and then he got into a long thing about... Oh God! He got into this long thing about like Jews and the Holocaust Ooh. and questioning some of the things about that. Excuse me. And I remember thinking like, Oh no! This like is... if it happened or not? No, like what? Even almost, almost worse. Like whether or not there was some calling of God for that to happen. No. And I remember being like, Oh shit! <laughs> this is so bad. Like this isn't even politics. Like this is just straight up racism. Yeah. And uh, wow. and so I was like, oh, see you fuckers later. Yeah, we're good. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was kind of the end. And like it was a really hard turn for me because I was always sure. kind of conservative Republican family, yeah. churchy values, and yeah. being really into church, kind of waning a little bit, finding JCS and being like, yeah, Jesus is a rock star. This is cool. <laughs> Going really hard into the right, and then it was just a solid left turn. One day, once yeah. I saw that guy, I was like, oh no. I, that's bad. amazing and pointed to one it was that I mean it had been building for a while sure, but it was but that one moment of like, oh. just like snip the wire yeah. and be like yep and that's what I needed Peace. to hear and like be like I'm done yeah so did did God stay with you in any of that or was it like I think all of this may be wrong or oh, it's not sp- for me I spent like the next 10 years being like this is bullshit yeah and so <laughs> yeah like annoying atheist sort of thing like I was I was I think I think I was like oh no all of it is a lie <laughs> Like um, more of the Hitchens flavor, the Dawkins flavor. <laughs> I, bet, I bet closer to yeah, I bet closer to the the, the Dawkins, the, the oh, more okay. of the, the the God delusion. I'm a scientist sure. and I'm I'm I've really thought this through. Yeah, because Hitchens is more fun. Yeah, <laughs> he's funnier. <laughs> he is. He's hilarious. Or he was. R.I.P. Yeah. So I got really into that. Yeah. That way of thinking and just more like oh, you know, I can just logically argue my way out of any kind of religious belief. So mm-hmm. yeah, it took a long time to kind of recover from all that. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I met in college actually at Texas A&M and uh, we didn't actually start dating until like six years later and so uh, like in 2001 we started dating and then uh, got married in 2003 um, and then when we were we were living in Dallas at the time and I remember we we joined this group and it was my first time going back to a church since college oh, wow. and so we Can joined I ask why you decided to go back was well it? it was a thing where because Jillian my wife was also not she had a, a similar experience with her Christian group mm-hmm. in school as well and so but there was a there's a woman who lived in Dallas she lives in LA now uh named uh, Diana Holbert and she was with the Methodist Church still is and uh she formed a special mission of the Methodist Church to reach only artists um or you know what and however broadly you want to uh, interesting yeah paint yeah. that cool. and so she started you know going out to theaters and 
um, you know, different dance groups and people and talking about that. And Jillian worked at a, Jillian and I both worked at theaters, um, different theaters in Dallas. And so one of her coworkers, Jennifer, is telling her about this group called Art Spirit, which is a mission of the Methodist Church run by Diana. And uh, so we started going to that and it was like a Sunday thing. We met oh. at a Methodist church kind of in a rec room and there was like maybe anywhere between like eight and 16 people mm-hmm. at any given time. And they were writers and collage makers and dancers. So and super musicians. intimate. Cool. Was, yeah. that, was that smaller than your first church that you would, or the first churches you were intending in Dallas? Yeah. Like the, yeah. Cause the, the ones I went to in Dallas were probably a couple hundred people um, growing mm-hmm. up. Um, and then my Christian fellowship at A&M was similar like it was like a yeah. dozen people so in a space like that where there's only like 16 people i feel like there is so much more latitude for pretty much anything where it's like you can be more experimental in how you express your faith or mm-hmm. express you know whatever doubt or or whatever it is you want to talk about or just be more intimate yeah because there's not yeah. so much of a system it's just like oh there's 16 people here yeah yeah, yeah that's it's, a good way to put it yeah. it's more like a like a family thanksgiving dinner that's right. And yeah. all its dysfunction and beauty and stuff. And everybody sort of brings something different to it. She also, the way she would do it is she would have uh, each week somebody do um, their own like sermon. I mean, she didn't call it a sermon, but I like, so like if you wanted to present something one week, you could you come and pre- it. present it. And uh, cool. did, did you present? I did. I was, I was just trying to think of, of what I presented on. And I think it was because, well, here's the thing is, is that like your thing could be Christian or it could just be about your art or it just could be about something else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think I took the idea of like how we spread messages. And I think I was probably reading some book at the time, some, cool. some Malcolm Gladwell type of thing. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, I remember, I remember doing something, uh, about, how messages are spread and how we carry those on, like this idea of like nice. virality or whatever. And mm. yeah, so yeah, it was it was great. I met a lot of really great people there. Yeah. Collaborated on a, on a show with with a bunch of other people in that group. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was really nice. So that was, uh, and then Diana was officiated me and Jillian's wedding, no and way. Uh, it was really great. And but I, I remember yeah. at the time, I, Diana's a Christian minister, and I remember at the time being like, I don't want to, I don't want it to be a Christian wedding. She's like, it has to be. Because I'm a Christian <laughs> minister, like, and and I was like, oh, that makes I'm sense. Sweaty. That makes sense. <laughs> like, Checks out. And uh, I was like, yeah, that, that's that's true. You have a great point. Uh, but yeah, I think that was really the the moment for me when I, I started coming back around. Not so much that I, I I don't go to church anymore after after Jillian and I left Dallas uh, to move to Massachusetts and then New York City. Yeah, we we did we really never went back to a church because mm-hmm. I think some of it was. Yeah, it was it was that that was a very particular moment yeah. uh, in time. And well lucky for you, Kevin mm-hmm. and I are starting a church. Oh great. And it's just a church of free. First disciples of GCF. <laughs> it's non denomina I mean nothing. Uh, it's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. It's a nothing denomination. <laughs> um but Marriage is between a man and woman, so. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I love the Church of the Milkshake Duck. It's so good. <laughs> milkshake Duck Church. We pray to Milkshake Duck every day. Our saints are Keaton, Ken Bone, uh, whoever that other guy was recently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So so your relationship to faith now, it's like it sounds amicable. Open. It's very amicable, yeah. yeah. In fact, I... I sort of like all forms of faith because I think I think in this idea of faith as a narrative that that helps you get through your life or explain your life, you know, and you go through, you read a lot of, you know, you get into English lit classes in college and you read the existentialists and you realize like, oh, this is so, 
this isn't really anti-religion, but it sort of breaks down the, the concept of God if you if you stop feeling like, if you stop putting that, that narrative buffer up, that umbrella to protect mm-hmm. you from the universe itself, mm-hmm. um, that can be really scary. And I don't think that that's a bad thing at all. Uh, I think you should be sort of scared of the universe at, at, <laughs> at, some point at large. But yeah. I, um, yeah, I, I, you know, science is interesting. And I, I've never really thought of science and religion or logic and religion as being against each other. Mm-hmm. I just think that they're just two forces, the that sort of work side by side, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I think people view like science explains away the germ, right? The science we discover in the 19th century that there are germs that cause disease, which takes away the narrative of that's God's punishment on mm-hmm. you for some reason, mm-hmm. or this is a pestilence that which God seems put to on. just like kick out faith. Yeah, know, but. so it kicks faith out of something, but it, I, I don't really see it as that. It just it just changes like how we explain that one thing. Yeah. Sure, it can be but, more complementary. And, yeah, and there's a way to adapt to that in our communication and expression of faith. Yeah, I yeah. agree. They're in a dance together. Yeah, so. absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you, you, there's just absolutely no way to explain everything through science. Because I mean, you you can be like, well, the atom is the smallest unit, but it's not. And then you're like, well, the neutron or the electron or the quark or whatever. And like, it just gets it gets more and more infinite the smaller the larger you go. And mm-hmm. I just think there you can't really ever get to the point where you explain it all away with science. Yeah, sure. So before we dive into the topic at hand, I would because. I, th- I think you're probably well-versed in it, having grown up in a lot of this stuff. What were your ride-or-die <laughs> Christian pop culture things when you were growing up? What was, like, your bands or, uh, aside from Dave and Goliath, maybe your shows? Like, what were you super into? Honestly, like, th- the number one thing would have been Davy and Goliath as Whoa. a kid, yeah, because it was it really. Wow. Uh, we can talk about it in a little bit, but I yeah, that was that was a really big thing for me. Um, my. Uh, the, my my first girlfriend uh, introduced me to uh, her name was Kitty, which nice. I think is wonderful. As a, a uh, it's a wonderful as a that first name. Yeah, it's a really and, um, club. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a very YA novel girlfriend to have. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, uh, she introduced me to a lot of like churchy awesome groups, and I, I think for me number one was Michael W. Smith, which oh, I know yeah. is cliche, oh, yeah. but it's for I, a reason though. I mean, it's yeah, cliche for a reason. Good. He he's, was he's the, good. Yeah, he was yeah. the Paul McCartney of the Beatles. <laughs> what? what? I mean, I okay. get it. I get it. No, I don't know. I the Barry Manilow. No, he's a, that's pro- uh I know. I think. Hmm. Well, if he's Paul McCartney, it just Neil begs Diamond? the question: Who are the other Beatles? <laughs> like, who's the John Lennon of CCM? Carmen. <laughs> no, Carmen is Ringo for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I thought Stephen Curtis Chapman would be Ringo. <laughs> no, no, Stephen no, Curtis Chapman is George, George, George Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, Carmen's Ringo. Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> who's like a John Lennon? He would be like the brainy. Yeah, CCM like the more guy. cerebral, the more dark. The cerebral one. Mm-hmm. Would it be? Sufjan Stevens? That's oh, he's wow. not really CCM, no. but he's Christian, kind of. Yeah. Of the stalwarts, though. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. We'll get a lot of responses. <laughs> yes, to we this. will. <laughs> we'll Early- put that in the thread of the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys can hash that out. Earlier this afternoon, I was frantically googling it, and, and I had no way of finding it because I could not remember their songs in particular. But I remember, so when I was in junior high, I had friends that like like before my like. Christian radicalization or anything like that, but my, I had friends that were really into heavy metal, right? Like, so they yes. like start with Metallica and you go outwards from there or whatever. But yes. the, um, and so I was like, this is really cool. And it was a secret thing that I couldn't 
listen to in the house. Like, you know, it couldn't it was listen. forbidden. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I, I like, I wasn't even allowed to play Dungeons and Dragons, which I so desperately yep. wanted oh, yeah. to play in That's high school. That's a Christian school. thing. Castles yeah. and Cauldrons yeah. episode uh-huh. of Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, you can't, oh, you can't God. play it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I didn't realize they addressed. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's called like, Satan. Yeah, yeah, kids Satan kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's... Well, anything that has like magic in it, like Pokemon yeah. was banned. Harry Potter, unless not it's banned, Chronicles it's of Narnia, just, like, frowned upon. There's right. witches in Chronicles of Narnia, That's but that one gets a free pass. Point. Yeah, and Lord of the Rings, Aslan. Aslan? Aslan. Aslan. I'm sorry, guys. Just keep inserting. (laughs) Um, But I was trying to look up, I remember this, I remember this guy at my girlfriend's church who was really into like Christian pop culture and and he was, but he was really into heavy metal and Christian heavy metal. Striper, perhaps? It was not Striper. Underoath, Amberlynn. No, I was looking up all of these today and I was like, I was just trying to click through songs. I'm like, none of these sound familiar, but it's also because my ear for heavy metal is gone since 13. (laughs) Um, But I, I remember, I remember finding that like at the time, like, that's so cool. Like Christianity yeah. totally gets it when they can make heavy metal. And yeah. I remember yeah. our conversation <laughs> is about like, oh, a lot of the older people don't like this at all, but I think it's really important. And we had this long discussion oh, about Christian that. heavy metal. Yeah, I was like, There's like, a good message there. Yeah, it's you very important. really listening yeah. between the screaming. <laughs> I do like the, like the kind of missionality or, or sometimes even the... Uh, <laughs> tactical nature of people who do heavy metal or certain genres of music like we need to be all things all people yeah. let's do heavy metal let's pick a genre yeah, what like, haven't we touched if, yet yeah. samba music That's Christian right. samba say we hello just, this is like uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman that did a, did his rap yeah oh, yes. yeah got to be true That's one of right. those rap songs he says that <laughs> in the song <laughs> so cute well speaking of SEC it sounds like we need to dive in let's do it come on let's go all right, Davy and Goliath. That was your that was your ride or die. So, what does it feel like when you see Davy and Goliath <laughs> on screen? Uh, like when I was a kid? No, now. Now, yeah. Um, I was really trepidatious about it when I was went back to watch it because once I started listening to the show, I was like, oh man, if I'm ever on the show, I think I want to bring that up. So I started looking at episodes and oh, I, yeah. um, and I hadn't watched it since I was a kid. Mm. I've seen the spoofs, right? Like I've seen like. Moral, or, uh, yeah. moral, 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 yeah, moral, or, yeah, yeah. and things moral. like that, and um, but I, I was like, oh no, this is gonna be bad. It's just gonna be like so filled with like crazy racism and yeah. homophobic <laughs> jokes, and it's just gonna not read at all. Like uh, honestly, it doesn't hold up super well, but it, it's it's gentler than I thought it was sure. going to be. Not nearly sure. as racist as I thought it was no. going to be. Well, no. at the time, what was your experience watching it? Like, what was it just syndicated on TV and you saw it on reading? Yeah, so, because I, I was actually surprised how old it was when I looked it up, of mm-hmm. like the 1961. Yeah. Yeah, 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 60s, and, and looking on YouTube, they have the copyright dates on there, and they're all 60s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, I guess that makes sense, but as a kid, I just thought it was like current day it was like, cartoon. Made for me. Made for me and you know the thing is is that in the in the 80s and I, I don't know when the saturday morning cartoon thing went out probably with cable uh right like once everyone had cable and then like the idea of a saturday morning cartoon like a program block yeah like this high idea yeah. that you get up at like i would get up at like seven in the morning i would watch all of them straight oh, through wow. everything oh, yeah. i could like i'm like watching like snorks a, and shit we had saturday morning like one saturday morning Oh, on like WB. On, yeah, on some Or no, channels. that was ABC. One Saturday. And it was like Pepper Ann, Recess. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then on... Di- I think like they were trying to do a retro thing, though, maybe. And, yeah. And have Saturday morning. But we were probably right at the cusp of that before it stopped existing. Yeah, yeah, I feel like by the time I was in... I remember right after college, I remember 
like on weekends, like, and I would turn on the TV and sometimes be like, what? I'll mm-hmm. turn on the TV. What's happening? And the, it was like, there was no more cartoons. Like oh, it no. was because you started like bleeding into like sports pregame shows and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. And, paid programming and things like that. Anyways. I never got up early enough to do Saturday morning cartoons on a reg <laughs> Man, basis. it was hardcore yeah. with that. I just <laughs> like, thought they were so cool. And then what were the cartoons? Well, the I would watch I would watch the Snorks and I would watch the Smurfs. Oh, the um, Snorks, the underwater Smurfs? Yeah, the underwater Smurfs. <laughs> um, for a while, Transformers came on uh, in on Saturday uh-huh. mornings. And I would also watch, uh, for a while, there was an animated Gummy Bears series. <gasps> That's right. That and great. Um, so I would watch that. Ooh. Those are the big ones. Um, like, I would even watch, I would watch if My Little Pony was on, like the old school original My Little yeah, Pony. and brony Care Bears. Yeah. and that sort of, Yeah, I was. I was really into My Little Pony. <laughs> so it was really weird when the brony thing started. I was like, oh, like I, I guess like, I'm part of this. <laughs> I was like doing this in 1984. Roto-brony. <laughs> like, why did I do that and not Bitcoin? Like, what? <laughs> That's right. That was your bad gamble. Yeah, was the not worst digital trend. That's right. Um, if I'm going to get in on some libertarian boy trend. <laughs> are Brody's libertarian? I just presume are they? they are. They have to be. That seems like that overlaps. I'm judging books by covers here, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I, yeah, I go watch those. And so Sunday mornings, and this was, like I said, usually at my dad's house, but it was, you know, the when, back when we had VHF and UHF stations, and the UHF, one of the UHF stations, like 27 or whatever, you would, uh, did they played like this, uh, the seven, uh, the 700 Club and mm-hmm. things like that. So they had religious programming. Maybe it was Trinity Broadcast Network. I don't know. They're based oh, in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was what that was. But I know it was on TVN at one point when I was looking through Wikipedia. That makes sense. Yeah. And so maybe that's what that was growing up in Dallas. Maybe we just got fresh feed TBN <laughs> not even through cable I mean if there's the anywhere in America TBN. you yeah. true like farm to table Christian programming <laughs> it's such a funny like Dr. Or Jekyll Mr. Hyde thing where it's like ABC family and then at 11pm hi I'm Pat Robertson <laughs> <laughs> and it just transforms into this other thing you were Buckle not up, baby. you didn't sign up for uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I watched that and it was really great. And I, I yeah. actually knew that show before I knew Gumby because I feel oh. like Gumby wasn't in relevance anymore. Like mm-hmm. Gumby was a thing that I actually never – my first association to Gumby was Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live. Gumby, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was basically it. I remember watching Gumby real late at night on Cartoon Network, yeah. I think. Like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., this is pre-adult swim. And it freaked me out. But yeah. it was still compelling. But something about the claim, the clay animation and the stop motion kind of like bothered me on a deep level. Mm-hmm. And just kind of the vacant production style. Like, because Gumby was 50s and 60s. It was like super minimal and Yeah, rocky. but yeah. chilling. It was almost like Lynchian in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I, like, what are we doing? <laughs> I watched Gumby too, and I don't know how. Like, I don't know where we saw it. But I remember being like a very short span of my life where I got to see Gumby. Yeah. And I can understand the same thing. Like, the blockheads were scary and very destructive. Yeah, I felt trapped in a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gumby was a nightmare. The creeping feeling Gumby, Gumby. That's, how, that's what Popeye was to me, the cartoon Popeye. Like, Popeye was Popeye really disturbing. Yeah, the, yeah, the weird, like, goon people and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, Bluto. Those, and yeah, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a really weird cartoon. I didn't like <laughs> it at all. The way he ate spinach, like, punching it out of the air. And, uh-huh, and just, like, the uh, proportion of his arms. Yeah. Mm. Well, it set unreal,istic standards for men's bodies. <laughs> that's right. And do you feel like that triggered a lot of body yeah, dysmorphia? Yeah, I think so. Okay. For sure. Well, for welcome sure. to my life. <laughs> I've been trying to be olive oil my entire life, and I just can't. Oh no! You, don't you've been trying to be olive 
oil? Yes, I stretch myself every I've been night. trying to be that cheeseburger guy. <laughs> cheeseburger guy. Oh, um, is uh, that even Popeye? Yeah, yeah I'll gladly pay, pay you for a oh, wimpy. 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 Gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Yeah. It's kind of like that's my Venmo. Yeah, memos. that sounds like we. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. my kind of guy. Yeah, so you you connected with Davy and Goliath, yeah. watching it on whatever the station was, and yeah, and you were into it. Yeah, I was into it, and it was nice because it was like, ah, oh, this is the one cartoon on Sunday morning. Just mm-hmm. everything and nothing else was. That's funny. Was that, and then it, you know, it'd be on. I I, I want to say they played it constantly because it, it would be on before early or late service, and mm-hmm. so no matter what service we got to. That would be the You're thing. Get some D and G. That would be the thing I would get. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, Davy. Davy. Yeah. So this is. I, so this was. Was this your first time watching it? My very first time watching. Same it. for me. Yeah. Did y'all have uh, like uh, already a notion that it yes. existed? Like, if yes. somebody described the show to you, you'd been like, Oh, I think I know what no, that is. Okay. I had no notion. Yeah. I'd heard the words Davy and Goliath and I'd seen the images, but I'd never put it together. Uh-huh. <laughs> but oh, just right. like I had all these like ghosts of cultural impressions of what it actually was. But okay. but this was the first time I, 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 I put the pieces together. And I have to say, I was in a lot of ways surprised. It was, yeah, it rocked my, (laughs) it rocked my expectations, maybe not in a great way, but just in every way. (laughs) Whoa. Like the style, and I, I, we can talk about this a lot, but, but as I was watching it, all I could think of was how ripe for parody it is because it's the like purest show I've ever seen. And it's also like nonsensical in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And so ham fisted about like (laughs) the lessons and teachings they're doing. Sure. Also that dog is gross. Like no, (laughs) the the shape of its lips, his, his whole mouth. And then the way he talks I feel like everything he was saying sounded like innuendo. Yeah. Oh wait, you thought you thought he was making. Watch jo- me polish, Davey. Oh come on! <laughs> he did rub come his on. anus on that card. When he when he rubbed his butt on that card. What I about it was a funny. hot dog for me, Davey? <laughs> no, he didn't say that. <laughs> oh, he did. He, he did, did say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So this this is the episode, The Family of God, original air date June seventeenth, nineteen seventy two. So this is part of that second batch where it's just. Ruth running the show. Oh, yeah. right. And, and it's like rebooted with just two actors doing everything, yep. <laughs> which you can, <laughs> definitely, you can definitely tell. <laughs> like, and that's, that's the crazy thing about it is Hal Smith, Otis on Andy Griffith, mm-hmm. Mr. Whitaker, he's a great like voice actor. Like he's really good. But the, like not at all distinctions between no. his characters was baffling. No, mm-hmm. there's like two characters of color in this, and they have the ex- they, yeah. yep. one is with an accent, and the other just is an, an accent, an not accent. a specific yeah, accent. That's what I mean. Just an accent. An accent. <laughs> how would you describe the grandmother? How would you try to synopsize this episode? Like what oh, happens geez. in it? So, <laughs> Davy and his. Johnny. Johnny, thank uh-huh. you. I kept forgetting Johnny's name. Davy and Johnny love church and communion. They love communion. Because they're, they're, they're excited they get to have their first. about communion. Jazzed. Okay, yeah. and I guess 
I'm sorry, I'm probably going to get corrected on this, but and I think in the Lutheran community, like you get confirmed as a, as like a 13 year old and then you get to have communion. Did you look like this into is this? their first time? I did not look into this. Okay. Should have, <laughs> but I know in some churches, like whatever age, it doesn't matter. But in some churches you have to like sure. yeah. be ready. So I imagine it felt it was, this was like a ceremonial communion for them. <laughs> well, and, then, uh, and that is important because for send denominations, like for churches that we've gone to Caroline, Communion is just like every week. Right. They're just, just passing communion. it around. Yeah. All they're the time. just slinging that all the time. Yeah. It's like yeah. a mess. Yeah. It's not even special anymore. Yeah. <laughs> We're just swinging it out of the grape juice bottle. <laughs> no. It's like in a, a paper bag and they just pass it down the aisle. It's like a moonshine take jug. Take it. Take it. <laughs> um, so there's a ceremony to Yes. It. And so they have a cool friend named Francisco who they called Cisco. Which was confusing because I was like, is his name Siskel? Like S I S K E L, like the critic? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it like Thong Song Cisco? (laughs) Yeah, with a Y and and a Q. Say Crisco. And the the correct answer is the latter. And uh, (laughs) so they're going to convince Cisco that communion is cool, but apparently the only hurdle is that Cisco doesn't have parents. (laughs) Yes. Boy, and he's such a downer about it so quickly. Brings it up. We'll quote that real quick. Hi, Cisco. Davy and I are going to communion next Sunday. This is a child, by the way. What's the matter? Who wants to take communion? Everybody does. Yeah, who says so? Everybody. (laughs) Well, everybody in church. I'm going with my parents. Me too. Well, have fun, but don't look for me. I don't want to take communion. Anyhow, I haven't got any parents. You've got your grandmother. Read the Come room. You know she's sick in bed most of the time. You know. See you around, fellas. <laughs> she's sick in bed most of the time. See you around. <laughs> that, yeah. Like, Communion sucks. Anyway, I don't have parents. See you later. Every, like, that is the tone of this show. Yeah. It's, so, it sounds like they're trying to get him to smoke weed, too. Like, real cool kids <laughs> yeah, Everybody. Yeah. Cisco. So, I'll, sum, I'll try to finish the summer yeah. and then we can really talk about it. So then they, Davey and Johnny try to go on this mission to, like, give Cisco family by, like, asking their parents to help take care of them or, like, then the church is maybe family, all to get Cisco to get excited about communion. <laughs> Jeez, and then uh, And then there's kind of like a, like a, they get together and have dinner with grandma and that's family and the grandma's like you can adopt my kid yes. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we don't now that i think about it we don't even see them have communion no right? you do at the end you do Never uh, mind. Oh, they're praying do they? yeah well they do they do this do they sip no that? they never show them what happens is that the whole they resolve the whole thing of like oh cisco likes having this family accepts that mm-hmm. and then it like they sort of learn the true meaning of communion which is sharing but then it cuts right, right back to that pre- uh, pastor sitting around with davy and the kids and the family in a expl- nondescript room in a nondescript living roomish type of environment <laughs> bunker but the very first line of that scene that cuts to the scene he goes and that's what wine tastes like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no that's good that's Good. Like they had to do like a sex scene cutaway for the communion. Like it just we can't drifts see to it. the window. <laughs> yeah. Like it's very tasteful. And that's very what tasteful. Wine tastes like well, oh, man. Uh, so I think that's about it. Right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think you got the long and short of it's, it. So I want to ask you guys because based on my understanding of communion, this they are like missing the target in a lot of ways. Well, I think communion was a MacGuffin. In this one. What do you mean? 
I feel like it was just a nonsense. Like communion could have been like, oh, come to Sunday school with us, or yeah, oh, come like to the park with us. It was substitute as like a church as a whole. Yeah. So to me, it was just like, and they and they go into communion in detail, like the and definition of it. As we're given the bread and the wine, we hear the words of Jesus: "Take and eat. Mm-hmm. This is my body. Take and drink. This, this is my is partner, my HW. <laughs> I've abandoned my bread." <laughs> Davy. It always seems to me that communion is God's love reaching through to me and my love reaching through to him. What does that mean? <laughs> Come on. That Jesus shows us how much Caroline. God loves us. That God forgives us, even when we misunderstand him or turn against his love. Or her. <laughs> He's really progressive. Yeah, like, or them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> them. Then there. you understand what we're talking about? I think so. God loves and we love. That sure is hard stuff to figure out. It's hard now, Sally, but it'll grow easier as you grow older. Well, that was my first issue I took with is it actually gets any, I think, sort of faith belief system gets harder as you get older. Yes. (laughs) He says it'll get easier when you get older. I don't think so. We'll help you. Well, and that's the through line of this show, too, of like... Uh, Sally's a moron. Like that's the thing. Of, like, the Sally thing, needs it, to be mansplained to constantly, but time. like for good reason. She really doesn't know. No, she really. But I was like, that's such a shame because like the uh, like you already have like the dopey like the 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 dimwit like savant with good advice <laughs> in Goliath, right? Like he's an idiot, but he sounds stupid, but he kind of is the conscience, right? He's the so wise he's fool. The yeah. He's the wise fool. That's mm-hmm. the phrase I'm looking for. And, and with Sally, like she seems to never serve any she's purpose the fool on fool. this show. Yeah, she's <laughs> just she's like... she's his sister, right? Yeah, so she's like, she's the classic like pr- damsel in distress, right? Or the, mm-hmm. you know, that she's the, she only exists as like a prop for something happens to her yeah. or she's just in the background of something. Right. Well, it and is Davy's show. It you is Davy's show. Sally yeah. and Goliath. Like, get the hell out of it's here. Not Davey it's not female narrative. <laughs> That's right. That's like your new, it's not Avenue or it's yeah. not Avenue and Steve, it's Avenue. <laughs> it's not Davy and <laughs> Sally. It's, it's Davy and Goliath. Goliath. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I will say, I think even with as strange and Byzantine as the eventual like lesson <laughs> or moral is, I thought there was like a good number of positive things in it yes. that I did not see coming. I agree. For instance, be that as it may, a la Prince of Egypt, where uh, you know there's like a whitewashing of people of color in the voice cast. <laughs> yeah, and, and in Prince of Egypt, you like sometimes you it's a little obvious that. Oh yeah, that's Val Kilmer, not a man of color. But sometimes you can't tell. In this, it's very clear that it's two older white people yes. voicing everybody. But I will say, even so, and even with these people doing these accents, the fact that there are people of color in an animated show, and period, in a show of the 60s, it's yeah. 1961. It's not even like late 60s, right, like yeah. at that end of the civil rights movement. Like That's pretty... Yeah, well, I, like, well, I guess this is 1971, but e- even That's still, cool. well, in the church, I feel like it was such a big part of like racial reconciliation. It still is, but we forget that in like a very conservative day and age. But and they, I remember reading as I was looking up this show, like that was a big part and purpose of this show too. It was like we're going to talk about like bringing all races together and everyone can be a part of the faith and like everyone is included and like they did that on purpose and I feel like they even though they maybe bungled the effort a little bit like they made <laughs> uh-huh. the effort to do that yeah. and it, and also I appreciated that 
the characters of color, like their story wasn't about them being, you know, um, from Ecuador. Sorry, where was he from again? I don't. Jeez, that didn't get to me. I don't, uh, I don't, maybe he's just like nondescript Latin country. I think they don't say like I, I because the accent was so strange and his name <laughs> was Francisco. I was like, yeah. are they? Is he Italian? And like I, I couldn't oh. figure that out. But then later they say his last name is Martinez. Yeah. And then they make a comment about like you know I think you know his grandmother is it's just him and his grandmother and so mm-hmm. she's cooking. Uh, I think should they mention like rice, rice and, beans and beans or something right. like that? Yeah. I was like, okay, well, that's that's yeah. going to be something more. But Latino. it was just it was cool to me that it wasn't like, oh, Francisco comes from a very different culture. Right. He has a <laughs> yes. toucan instead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. it was just like yeah. let's just teach him about otherized. faith, just yeah. in general. You know, not yeah. be- could have been a white person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, but they yeah, but they make they make the choice to be like our community is made up of more than mm-hmm. than yeah, which was cool. than just white people. Yeah, mm-hmm. even yeah. even if our cast is not even if our cast is just two really old white. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also hearing a very old man do a kid voice and it's not it's really like trying. A, a, like a black child's voice and yes. a Hispanic child's jarring. voice. It's am, it's amazing to me how much Davy sounds like my grandmother. And it is oh, funny yeah. like knowing that it is yeah. a woman. Yeah. Can you play a clip that. of the kids talking? Because even just the way the kids talk. Da 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 da. I even had a like dream this. about Cisco last night. Yeah. He sure doesn't care much about communion. It's just like the that, way they yeah. speak it. Or like, that reminds me of something else. <laughs> just like, like a cutesy way of speaking. It's like it's, from the 50s. Yeah, this uh, this weird accent that I feel like went out, went out of at least American media. Uh-huh. But I was like, did people actually talk? I've never met a person who sounds like <laughs> that in actuality. Yeah. Well, my, my uh, stumbling block in listening to these voices was the fact that as an Adventures and Odyssey nut growing up, mm-hmm. I could not hear anything but Mr. Whitaker Funny. throughout this <laughs> program. So it's just like, I think Mr. Whitaker's just putting on a play for everyone at wit's end right now. Like, I, he, he's so ingrained. It's like when you watch an actor in a TV show for seven years and you see them do other stuff and they're like, not different. Right. Yeah. He's just that character forever to me. Yeah. Especially because he's not doing that much. Like when it when it when it switched from the pastor or the priest to the dad, <laughs> yeah. there's no difference. No, no. at all. There's no. no octave difference. There's nothing. Yeah. Find your neutral and just use that for all the all the roles. Yeah. Speaking of another positive thing, I I thought it was cool too of how um the parents went and met with Cisco's grandmother, who's basically bedridden, and and the grandmother calls them up of like, hey, Francisco said you want to be his parents, <laughs> and she's like, why don't you? It was so I still don't get that. It was weird, weird, but they were trying yeah. for something, and she was like, why don't you come over and we'll all have dinner together. And the parents at the dinner are saying something to the effect of like, yeah, we weren't doing our job and reaching out to you and like making you part of the community. And like Davey taught us that. And so we're happy to be here together with you. And well, that's cool. There yeah. is a part of this that is like insanely self-reflective yeah. <laughs> where it's not just like, oh, he needs to learn that God's the way or mm-hmm. he needs to just read his Bible and accept God's love and know he's everywhere. There, <laughs> There's so many, um, or there's at least a few points where Davy or his parents admit like, oh, we're trying to, but we're kind of failing at this. And they admit like complicity in, yeah. like I found this portion to be pretty reflective. Why do we have to go to communion with our families? No one has to, Davy. It's just that when something means so much characters. to us, we want to share it with people we love. You see, each family is part of God's larger family. Yeah, but suppose I didn't have a family. But you do. All right, let's suppose. Why, then we'd hope some family in church would adopt you. 
You mean change my name? <laughs> no, your father means they'd be a special family that cared about you. That sounds great, but it doesn't work. I just tried to give you both to Cisco as a special family. He didn't want you, or any he older people. He didn't want people. you. Well, I'm not surprised. You're not? I think you put your finger on the reason. Cisco doesn't think grown-ups want him, and I don't blame him. Aww. I'm afraid not one of us has done a thing to show we care about him. We certainly haven't. That. Your finger points straight at us, Davy. You and Johnny bring him along to church, and that's where it stops. Like you don't hear that that much in in oh, in any right. Christian media or well, much it's usually dialogue. Usually, parents who are either like the moral authority or mm-hmm. they're just like goof. Yeah, you know, like oh, day- yeah, it's like the guy who can't do a tie on McGee and me. Right. Yeah. Or yeah, it's like son, you need to learn. They're not like yeah, we screwed up. Mm-hmm. We should do better. Yeah, like you're right. So like, this is better than most like present day like <laughs> yes liberal apologies <laughs> by somebody who's like where they can't even like like sorry if you're offended. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Well, if that that's your experience <laughs> yes. and I'm sorry that yeah. maybe that happened. I was like, yeah, this is like, this is very like SJW type of stuff sure. happening here of like, oh yeah, we, I think this is a mature relationship between a parent and a child mm-hmm. to both have like a, a back and forth. And, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And even, and I know we're making fun of it and it is a weird arrangement, but I even <laughs> connect with the idea of um, like, oh yeah, they're not saying like literally adopt my kid, but just a family that cares for people who have like, unstable homes or like he doesn't even have parents he just has his grandma because i have i have a lot of like positive memories of growing up in texas and my family just like keeping the doors open i mm-hmm. summers at, in my home in texas where people would just, we'd keep the back door open no one would knock they'd come in they oh, just eat great. our food play ping pong hang on the kitchen talk to my mom for hours like so we became and there's a few people i think of as like brothers and sisters still to this day uh, that like you know c- came from unstable homes or like had messed up relationships there that like kind of gravitated towards you know our family and specifically my parents created such a good environment for that so I like that idea uh, that's like my dream it, it wouldn't that be cool someday yeah. to be able to you know and hopefully we get to do that with this podcast keep our doors mm. open to- nope. okay okay <laughs> no strangers in my house please what come on <laughs> yeah so but so yeah. I, I I think they're getting at these general ideas of, of hospitality and how like love in in you know in in an ideal context in in church settings can work even if it doesn't a lot of times yeah yeah that was cool can we talk about Davy being really mean to Goliath yeah <laughs> oh yeah I really mean I got that line queued up so this is after they uh, Davy and his two friends including Cisco go and get hot dogs but then him and his friend who's his other friend's name johnny johnny Johnny. they're like ah crap we're not really getting him to the communion point so they're like what do we even do here what do we do played ball ate a hot dog didn't do one thing about communion we didn't know what to do davy is communion just sharing Uh uh-uh it's a lot of other things too like what it's well, it's people together and liking it. It's together. Together. What else? Uh, being thankful for what God does for us. That means things like Jesus dying on the cross. And God raising him back to life on Easter. And pastor says eating together like that makes you think of Jesus at the Last Supper with his family of disciples. Don't bring up families. Cisco will be back. Baby. <laughs> now what? You just have to help Cisco get some more family. 
How do we do that, genius? Whoa! <laughs> Damn! Damn. Chill out, bro! Just making things up. You talk all that big talk about sharing, so share. Share your family. Just because I share a hot dog doesn't mean I... Mm. Share my family? <laughs> that's what he's saying? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Maybe that's it. It is it. Different person. <laughs> Man. <laughs> How do we do that, genius? Yeah, Davey's kind of a jerk. Davey is a jerk. And he is a jerk. I I was reading because this is the only episode I've seen still. But he's kind of a jerk in other ones yeah. too, right? Yeah, they're yeah. like once he got his to his junior high years, he's like a lot more sassy and like destructive. I hate you, mom. <laughs> Davy's listening to Law Nickelback and shutting the door. My <laughs> Evanescence, wake me up, wake me up. I don't need you anymore, Goliath. Up. You're just a stupid dog. Davy, you don't need to be woken up. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Whoa, Davy, that's a problematic gendering. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so. Uh, what I thought that scene was gonna get at, and then it seemed to like veer off, was the idea of like that Goliath seemed to be tuning into, like, oh, isn't the hot dog and sharing that even in just very general things and yeah. just being out in the world? Like that's communion. Yeah, without yeah. the ritual, that can be a sort of communion mm-hmm. and and going towards the heart of what the communion in this idea of the show is supposed to be about. Right. Yeah. But then it seemed to kind of like not be that and right. not be the point. I thought it was going to get there, but I, then it did. I had the same response as you because I was like, yeah, that whole scene at the pizza place is communion. Like they had fun together. They lost mm-hmm. the baseball game or yeah. football or whatever they were playing. And they've lost the sport game and they, but they still had fun because they were together with mm-hmm. their friends. Yeah. And then they're going to get hot dogs, but they can only afford three and Goliath <laughs> wants hot dogs. So then Cisco, who doesn't like communion, is like, why don't we all give him a bite? Yeah. Then he'll, we'll all have an equal share. And I'm like, and oh. He's like, socialism oh, is awesome. great. And like, capitalism <laughs> yeah. is a construct that's and, failing. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of these episodes I was going through. I was like, this is so socialist. And I yeah. love it. It's so great. <laughs> yeah. it, it does. It veers off of that. Because I was like, oh, because part of the message is, is that you don't need the ritual of communion in a church to like involve someone in your life but then they like right. they like steer into the skin and are like we need to adopt him now like, yeah that's like they took solution. it too literally yeah. in a way that was like no 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 it's just like we're a fam right, you know if we right. come to the table together that's communion yeah, we yeah. should spend more time with you maybe help your grandmother in cooking and do things like that because she can't yeah she's, yeah because yeah, especially to- now and especially like just in 2018 it feels like that's more of the church than and I feel like that's always been the case where it's like the church is in a building and it's not the first Baptist and blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. it's the casserole stuff. It really is. It's it like, is. it's like the people going to the thing. It's the, you know, sharing the hot dog with two friends and a dog. It's, <laughs> yeah. It, it is that common stuff, more so <laughs> divorced from the ritual now. Oh, yeah. I have a clip of that. <laughs> I just titled it A Strange Arrangement. <laughs> and our own boy had to show us what we should do. I also learned much from my Francisco. So Elaine and I want very much it's to no be Coco. stand-in parents for Cisco, <laughs> if it's all right with you. I think it is wonderful. I do all I can to teach my Francisco about communion, but I cannot go with him. It is a great sadness. But to go with you is for him to decide. We will ask when they finish the dishes. We're finished. Ask what? Cisco, will you let Mr. Hanson and me be your special parents at communion? Communion is not. <laughs> oh, yeah, the bird. Oh, he hates the bird. Well, oh, Cisco, yeah, bird. what do you say? Do you want me to be your Jojo daddy? Jojo and I say thank you. 
Wow, it's like having a new brother. No brother, no brother. No brother. No. New what? brother. That's the parrot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I have the. Watch me, Polly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, he does rub his, his butt. His voice creeps it's, me it's out. It's his tail. I rewound that to rewatch it. It's his tail that he's wiping it with. But oh, when I first okay. watched it, I was like, he's just rubbing his a noose <laughs> his little on the butt. thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Goliath, low-key a freak. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite episode. <laughs> Goliath, you stop humping everything. <laughs> he keeps humping like... Davey, oh, you should there's... be sex positive. <laughs> <laughs> there's this weird thing of like... I, I'm sort of... I, I saw so few movies in the theater last year, but one of the ones I just saw recently was Shape of Water. And oh. there's this thing about like... I don't know. I don't know how well it, it sets this up, but it, it does have this thing of like, what does it mean for something to be human if it's not? Like, mm. when do you define it as human? And I was thinking about Shape of Water when I was watching this episode. <laughs> Why is he such a dick to that dog? Like, that dog has so every mean. characteristic of a human being, sure. yeah. except its body. And I was like, this is weirdly ableist. And, nothing yeah. against Davy sure. either. Like, he's not mean to Davy. No. He's not a hindrance by any way. He's no. just like, there. he's very sweet. He's like most dogs, sweet. Loyal, unfailing. And we don't deserve him. And we don't deserve him. <laughs> Although you're more of a cat person. I am. Yeah. I just apply it to Scampi. In okay. My and like, it's it not tracks the same. No, it no, it's not. She, no, it's she's fine. She's fine. She's good. She's a good kitty. Because she's slow now. <laughs> Although that, the Goliath is a little aggressive about about eating other animals or biting them. He's like, do you mind if I chew oh, on that I bird? Take a oh, he's like, yeah, can, can I, I take, take a, a bite of that bird? bird? So you can share my parents. Listen, no, get nice. smart. Old people don't get want smart. us kids taking communion anyhow. The man sure wants you to take communion. <laughs> At least most of them do. They just let kids do it because the church says they should. Big deal. Big deal. Big deal. Big deal. Davey, could I bite that bird just a little bit? <laughs> he is Loki a freak. He a freak. <laughs> Davey, just the nipple. <laughs> Davey wakes up. He's standing boy. over him. <laughs> Davey, it's Tom. <laughs> oh, no, Kevin. I'm just kidding. Goliath, Goliath's a sweet boy. Although I get the inclination for all these like parodies to dirty it up. Uh, yeah, it's, it's right there. Yeah. I mean, it's an easy joke, but it's it's there. It's, it's right there. Doesn't it, take much. The show is so it's such a simpleton of a show. Yeah, like, everything about it is really, really, really gentle. Really yeah. straightforward. Really There's nothing yeah. like self-aware about it no. or like ironic or anything. There's but, an, it sounds like we're getting to our final thoughts about the show. Yeah. So yeah, let's just. Uh, Sum it up. You know how this works, Jeffrey. We're going to give it a holy toast or holy roast. Thumbs up, holy toast. We're sending this baby to heaven where the angels will be toasting it with a little virgin champagne. Holy roast. We send Davy and Goliath and Goliath to hell to burn forever. (laughs) So, Caroline, we'll start with you. Um, Davy and Goliath is on YouTube. It's only 15 minutes, and I had a good time You're watching it. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Just Venmo me making red. a profit yeah. off of a free YouTube show. Um, so it, it's quick, and I feel like based on our metric of, of like, is it enjoyable to watch? It is, and especially for that time commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It was a fascinating thing to watch as like a a study of that time, I think, and how 
children's programs were in uh-huh. the 70s and especially a religious perspective of that time. I feel like it was interesting and it, it did like shake my expectations of what I thought it was going to be or, or like the stuff I grew up with that were a little more, I don't know, like less picturesque or less woke. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh but it was enjoyable. It's it's weird though. It's edited super strangely. Like the nothing transitions well to each other. It's no, super no, jumpy no. and strange. And like the animation is like they barely move. <laughs> like, for a long time, I was like their mouths don't move, and then I realized they just barely kind of like yeah 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 little blips vibrate teeny tiny mouths. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has a Ryan Gosling mouth. In yeah. Um. So I will send Davy. Oh. to heaven what? but Goliath's oh. freak ass can go to hell because <laughs> I don't trust that guy <laughs> Come on. Goliath is such a oh. I'll send the show to heaven okay I was gonna say if we ever split a show yeah, in half I know we created a purgatory yeah, yeah. yeah. create a monster oh you're talking about the space <laughs> I'll never not think that's funny <laughs> Jeffrey what say you to Davy and Goliath yeah I uh I agree with you, Caroline. Like the it's an it's it's a it's a it's a surprisingly delightful show. Yeah. Um, and the dialogue uh, feels like the rough draft you write, and you're like, I'll fill in the actual language <laughs> yes. later. But these are the plot points yeah. I have to hit. Yeah. Um, I don't have parents. See you later. Like, it's just really, it's like and uh, I think, uh, but I, I think in all of that, like it finds it, it yeah, it finds a really special thing. I think, you know, and there's so many parodies cause like, uh, you know, I've definitely seen a million parodies or something like that, but I feel like the next step with this, like that it's played out like the dirty joke of Davy and Goliath is sort of played out in the nineties probably. But the, I think the next step is like, I think you can mine this for some really good socialist propaganda. Cause flipping through a lot more of these episodes, I was like, Oh, this is, all about yeah, like yeah. this is all about like oh we should give things away for free we should help people that are in need there are some people who don't have anything and Davey, it's our job the wealthiest one percent is controlling everybody <laughs> shut up Goliath you love the welfare state that's right when we're out of food we'll eat the rich <laughs> damn Davy uh, so but yeah it obviously still is uh, wholly entrenched in the patriarchy um, it is not really aware of the Oscar so white campaign of a few years ago when we <laughs> right, were still it's not aware of yeah they totally <laughs> ignored that whole movement completely ignored it um so um so it has some some issues that don't hold up by 2018 standards but uh yeah i would absolutely toast this i think it's delightful a toast. Toast. yeah well i made up my mind the minute it ended <laughs> that it was absolutely a holy toast for me because there i was just I, I think I think it's really easy uh, on this show, and then for people like us, people who are ex-Christian, post-Christian, or even people who classify themselves as progressive Christian, to look at a lot of this stuff and not uh, have a grace-oriented perspective where it's like, well, yeah, maybe it's bad, but what were they trying to do? Or maybe it's it doesn't, it misses the mark, but what was it going for? And was the intention good? Was the intention to you know, perpetuate systems of this or that or blah, 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 blah. And I think with that in mind, looking at this stuff, I think the intentions are, even be that as it may, with, yes, the patriarchy stuff and some of the weird racial stuff, I think the intention is good for a lot of it. And even the the thing that knocked me out, uh, as much as, like, the fact that Davey has friends of color, is the the 
very like sincerely self-reflective nature of it, which to me, that's just something that people don't stop and do. It's so much easier <laughs> for, for uh, parents like Davies to say like, yeah, the problem's over there rather than like, yeah, we screwed up too. This is on us. This is our fault. Mm-hmm. And I think Goliath's cute. I'm sorry, Caroline. I got to push back on that. <laughs> his lo- mouth. I love Checks that little out. dog. Uh, Davey. Like, he's just... I don't think so. He just wants a Mountain Dew, <laughs> according to, to a commercial in <laughs> yeah, 2001. <laughs> he just wants up. a Mountain Dew. So, I would watch more of these. I'd be curious to see what they looked like post uh, or pre-70s when, when it was the ones that they made at the beginning of the yeah, 60s. Yeah, apparently they looked even worse, which I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I will say, maybe we should do the... Um, uh, the Christmas special from 2004 that that Art Cloakey's son Joe produced. Okay. Joe oh. Cloakey, and then Art helped with a little bit. But it's a snowboarding thing, and Davey gets stuck in a in a avalanche with a Muslim and a Jewish person, and they learn how right. they're not so different after all. Ooh, oh. Let's do that for Christmas. Yeah, time. we can do that for Christmas. That sounds really nice. Isn't that fun? Nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I also think it's a musical as well, so oh. we'll see. Down. Although this was a musical too, we didn't even talk about. Is this a hymn? This is like a folk song. Okay, I love this kind of stuff. Extremely same. Like eat his body, drink his blood. Yeah, it's so cheery. His body, drink his blood. Tear him up. (laughs) And we never heard what Goliath thought about transubstantiation and like where he falls on that. Uh, I, he's got some very radical opinions. I'm sure on he that. does. Ego freak has established. Ego freak. Oh yes, this turns into Jesus's actual skin upon consumption. <laughs> well, that's something Catholics like believe. That's not such yeah. a freaky belief. The Lutheran Church is pretty close to the Catholic. Like, it has a lot of similar. Oh, okay. Like I think procedures to the Catholic mm. Church. I mean, okay. it obviously, is still a Protestant church, but I think Lutherans are are fairly close, if I remember correctly. But okay. I. We'll find out in our email inbox. I was going to say seven days. We'll find out on Twitter. Yep. Yep. But suffice it to say, Dave and Goliath, you get a holy toast from the crew. Yeah, but we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listener. Go to our Twitter at Christian Fun Pod. Give it a holy roast or a holy toast yourself. Uh, we're not going to split it up by character, right? No, if you want, you can uh, you can just add an, <laughs> an addendum. Can we do that? Just go every person in the cast of all of these movies? Sally. <laughs> Sally, up. Goliath, down. Hoobie's dead. Where does he go? <laughs> so go to at Christian Fun Pod and... Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> Never gets old. I love it so much. <laughs> we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. <laughs> This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Jeffrey, Caroline, it's time for yet another installment. (laughs) Of my personal hell. Nope. (laughs) Well, yes. Yeah. But it's the hunt for the worst Christian song of all time. The worst. I miss Yabba I like this one better. Oh, you're so mean. Did you, did you listen to that song, Mood Rings? Yes. Do you have a take on it? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Top oh. of the patriarchy. It's, um... TTP? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's bad. Well, the current champion for the... <laughs> For oh, the worst man. Christian song of all time is a song called The Big M oh. by Lust Control. <laughs> oh, crap. I'm starting to kind of like it. Can I say something? <laughs> I have grown to love this song. <laughs> the, the boldness in the, just casting his care to the wind. Shouting this? He's nothing if not fearless. I have grown to just, and it makes me laugh. And so I like it all the way around. Whether I, ironically or seriously, I've grown to love this song. I mean, if you saw this in a in a TV show where the point was it was satire, you'd think it was funny. Yeah. Yes. So it's all about the framing Extremely of so, it. But, and so the fact that they're sincere makes it a billion times funnier. Right. What's not funny is they do have a song called Feminazi. Oh, that's true. Uh, they do. So, I mean, the less control. I mean, who'd have thought? But they're maybe yeah. not the greatest guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but man, this song, it's grown on me. Well, as long as they're still listening and learning. Um, yeah. One of them, I'm going to get his name wrong, Doug Van Pelt. He went on to found H&M Magazine. Not H&M Magazine. Like What's the H&M Magazine? H&M, uh, it, was, it was a Christian music magazine if i remember correctly oh, okay. his music is that what that means it might be i'll, I'll have to look it up H-M-S. jeffrey what did Hamaker you think Schlemmer. of this song <laughs> i um <laughs> honestly like uh, the first when you when you sent it to me <laughs> oh i got I'm, two texts back i immediately I, it's just like oh oh hell halfway through it and at the end of it just oh, oh no. my god <laughs> yeah um and then I, I listened to it a couple more times, and then I listened to it again on the way over here. And I, here's the thing, like, I, like I, I'm no expert in music, so I'm not going to call this good music mm-hmm. at all. No. But I, 
I can appreciate the I can appreciate like the drive of it, even mm-hmm. just taking the lyrics out. Like of just like if I'm in a club and it's and I know it's like punk night and people are playing punk music, yeah. I'm like, okay, I can see how this could like drive you through like throwing your body around and yeah. whatever else. It's <laughs> a headbanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So fun times. Uh, but he he absolutely just. It, it, whatever musicality it is barely achieved, he absolutely destroys it by like speak singing. <laughs> Your body is shouting for Christ. Yeah, in Get Ephesians real. four twenty. Or, I don't, I don't like, know what Ephesians oh, four twenty. You have to have an editor. Plays it. Like, plays it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For him to just Let shout people like plays it. he should watch Davy and Goliath. Just get to the point. Yes. Yeah. Just yep. get to the point. There's a little That's efficiency of storytelling yeah. in Davy and Goliath. That's as lacking. A, in the I mean, as game. a uh, like a call to arms song, as a marching song, uh-huh. it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really it's good. Caught it in my head. Uh huh. Easy to shout. Yep. Uh, gets <laughs> right to the point. Okay. <laughs> Masturbation. So Doug. Official sex. Official sex. Doug Van Pelt. <laughs> Doug Van Pelt, <laughs> who is the vocals on this song. God bless you, Doug. His magazine, HM Magazine, uh, a oh, yeah. monthly focusing on a hard and alternative culture of interest to Christians. The magazine states the goal is to honestly and accurately cover the current state of hard and alternative cultural from a faith-based perspective. One of the first magazines dedicated to covering Christian metal. What do you think HM stands for? Hot <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> it is! Whoa. Hot master- uh, heavenly metal? No. Heaven's metal. Heaven's Whoa. metal. Good job. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So they showed it up in 2011. But by the way, friends, listeners, folks, if you have old copies of CCM magazine, HM magazine, Brio, Breakaway, yeah. and especially now plugged in, please shoot us an email. We'd love to. Well, I'll pay for the shipping. Uh, current Brio, even. Yeah, Some current. Bri- well, listeners. we can just subscribe. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. We probably. don't have to make the listeners. And I loved Brio. Anyway. But yeah, I, I have I have a growing, it's almost complete, but a growing library of CCM magazine. <laughs> I, I bought a lot on eBay. Yeah, you did. I bought hundreds on eBay. It's like a huge haul. What did, where did you put all of those? They're on the my big bookshelf. I had to get rid of a lot of my books. Big, big bookshelf. <laughs> With lots, lots and lots, lots of, of Max. CCM. <laughs> Max. So the nominee for the contender, or for the, what's it called? The challenger. Yeah. Good grief. Can you tell I MC a lot of boxing matches? Uh-huh. <laughs> the challenger to the big M is a song that actually Jeffrey nominated. Oh, yes. Called America Again. Ooh. By Carmen. Oh gosh, Jeffrey. America. I'm so sorry. Have you guys played Carmen before? <laughs> yeah. a, a little oh, okay. bit, yes. but this is next level. So okay, so here's my question, guys, and and this is for like what you think makes for a good podcast too. Uh-huh. I truly don't know which way to go. There's a good two minutes where he's not singing; he's talking. Should we listen to that? We should. I'd say get a get a chunk. Yeah. Okay. Give us a feel. So I think just so we well, don't. I don't. You know the song. Would you? Say? I mean, it's it's a good. It's, it's a solid two minutes. I think the song starts at like two o two in or something. It's gonna get me riled up. We can fast forward if we need to, but I'm I'm putting it oh, out. There's already a flag on the. I mean, only thumbnail. if you hate America. <laughs> 
So we're watching oh, dang, the music video. We'll put the link to the music video in the I, show notes so you can watch along too. I, I, I hate to ask this, but do you yes, guys sir. mind if we stand during this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel comfortable not standing during oh, yeah. what hurt. I think is our. It's our too close to me to be sitting. It's basically yeah, a hat. Yeah. No, we will. We can't hear it, but that's what American <laughs> Is it would more want. respectful to be kneeling in front of the flag? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no don't no, take no, a knee. No, no, that's right. This is America again. America again. Again. By, I haven't listened to this, by the way. Okay. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Oh, you didn't bet. I, I, no, I, I just put a little, I, I listened to a little snip. I was like, maybe best to experience in the room with my friends. Oh, no. okay, great. So here we go. America again. The video. Is this Civil War reenactors? Oh. Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Samuel Adams, first Chief <laughs> Justice John Jay. Names synonymous with the spirit of our country. Founding fathers of the USA. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain. This is from Hamilton, you guys. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's here in LA. Violations. They wrote the he just lifts all of Hamilton. Liberty, justice for all. But something happened since Jefferson called the Bible <gasps> the cornerstone. Oh no! Oh no! This video. Schools yeah. as a light. Or oh. since "Give me liberty or give me death," Patrick Henry said, "Our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ." Patrick Henry, slave we owner. Eliminated God from slave the owner. equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the Not grave, necessarily. <laughs> there's no reason. America again. Oh, I think he's gonna sing. There's America again. Here we go. Here comes the singing. Right, guys? In another 90 seconds. Here we go. It'll be a song soon, right? (laughs) Wait. Here's some... No! Sing your fucking song! Oh, my God. This has been all men so far, by the way. I don't know if you know. This is their stock footage. Who wrote the first dictionary? Literally hold the Bible. Wait, what? He wrote the Toddler's Dictionary. This is talking about guys he likes. Guy Fieri drove across America and visited America's best diners. In his farewell address, Washington said, Tom Arnold was hilarious. Because right now we have nearly 150,000 kids carrying guns to these war zones we call public schools. They just showed black teens. That's yep. unfortunate. In the 90s, rape and murder are the trend. A trend? The this nation can even All the kids are doing <laughs> murder. Bad. <laughs> the new Wasn't around thing. on Thomas's day, I'll tell you that. Oh, here it is. America is Jesus. Just a visual. He's standing in front of the Capitol at sunset in like a black turtleneck and a double-breasted suit. Oh, he's at the Lincoln Memorial. All over the mall. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get a permit for this. America, this is you. <laughs> Rejected America's funniest home video. America, this is you. The schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. It's almost a wrap. So when you eliminate the word of God from the classroom and politics, you eliminate politics. the nation that word protects. Oh, it's America almost rhymes. Is now number one in teen <laughs> pregnancy and violent crime. Number one in illiteracy, drug use, and divorce. Every day, a new Holocaust of 5,000 unborn die, while pornography floods our streets like open sewers. Was that an abortion thing? America's dead and dying hand is on the threshold of the church, while the spirit of what? Sodom and Gomorrah affects oh, us all. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. You would rather come oh, out no. of the closet than clean it. It's the sign that judgment of God is going to fall. 
If there's ever been a time to rise up, church, it's now. And as the blood-bought saints of the living God proclaim, oh, this it's is... time to sound the alarm from the church house to the White House I... and say, we I... want oh. God in America again. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Preach, preach. Okay, they're showing children holding hands around the pole. See you at the pole. America to stand up and proclaim. Oh. That one nation under God is our demand. <laughs> and send this evil life he's getting mad or... to Satan where it came from. Satan. Let the word Satan. Of God he did a little kick when he said Satan. <laughs> he loves it. Christ is coming back again in all his glory. And every <laughs> eye shall real. see him on that day. That's why a new anointing of God's power is coming on us. To boldly <laughs> tell the world you must be saved. Because Only ten more minutes, guys. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow. It looks like he's about to do like a Buster Keaton dance. You can look to the very one who made those stars. Okay. History tells us time and time again to live like this. There's no God makes you a fool. All the different B-roll is of such varying quality. It's really no sources are all over the place. America. So prayer in schools and abstinence only. <laughs> America, this is you. Oh my god, Saget should sue him. <laughs> Key change. Okay, oh, now it's showing Christ on the cross with the American, American flag, flag. imposed over yeah. it. Yeah, that oh feels Yeah, Jesus is our greatest American, right? Jeez Louise. Oh no. It's just. Oh. I, oh. This is. I'm getting that Gumby at 2 a.m. feeling right now, fam. It's <laughs> creeping. This is like, it absolutely equates protesting with God has left America. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah if Unless it, you're protesting for If God. anyone right. gets mad, it's because... <laughs> yeah. Good girl. It's like a police state, low-key. We're getting close. Oh, his veneers are... Oh, God. God, God his, his... God, man, America, his, football. The, the... God, his, the... God, God his thee. That's sure. the text. <laughs> no one checked that. Oh, okay. I apolo- I'd like to Jeez apologize. Louise. You invite I, me into your home. Yeah, I think now's the I time to repent. I forgive you, but I'm still mad. Wow, <laughs> uh, wow, 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 wow. I mean, there's so many. Uh, 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 the, there's a few lines we, we may have talked over a little bit. He says, Abe Lincoln said the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of the government in the next. So when you eliminate the word of God from the classroom and politics, you eliminate the nation that word protects. America is now number one in teen pregnancy and violent crime, number one in illiteracy, drug use, and divorce. Every day a new holocaust of 5,000 unborn die while pornography flood our streets like open sewers. Wait, that's not a rhyme. No, he's divorce he didn't really and run. sewers. Holocaust. Here, here's maybe the most huh. blah, is America's dead and dying hand is on the threshold of the church, while the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah vex us all. I'm vexed. Oh, like I like us? to think of the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah. By the way, as like two fop ghosts, like in a in like a British like murder mystery or something. Mildly irritating. Like Tony Sodom. Kushner yeah, character. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. It's angels and it's the angels yeah. in America ghost. Uh, when it gets to the point where people would rather come out of the closet than clean it, it's the sign that the judgment of God is gonna fall. 
People would rather like, come, come out, out of the, the closet, closet or clean it. Then, then clean it. Okay, so I think so clean it means... instead of coming out of the closets, we need to clean the closet. Like a closet is a thing that you you keep clean because it's a room in your house, but people are choosing to come out of it. Let's make sure this isn't a pine pajama situation. Is, a, <laughs> is next to God, I think... <laughs> well, are they saying rather clean it like get rid of the gays yeah. or to get rid of... For the... For, the gay people to get rid of their gayness. America was established on Christian closets. <laughs> so the True. way that the gay agenda has subverted the beautiful meaning right. of closets. <laughs> people would rather pray to Santa Claus. <laughs> the gay oh, gifts man. from them. Okay. Astrology won't save you. Your horoscope won't save you. The Bible says that these things are a farce. What does it? That's a weird one to throw in there. Like of all Wait, things, he's you're like not a Pisces. Myers Briggs. <laughs> the enneagram is flawed at best. <laughs> if you're born again, you don't need to look to the stars for your answers because you can look to the very one who made the stars. Oh, oh my God! Stars are just like us. <laughs> They're just like us. <laughs> uh, stop handing out condoms and start handing out the word of God in school. <laughs> By the way, not effective protection. It feels like he's he's been thinking about this song for years. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever he's been holding back, he decided to just unleash in sort of a long sermon song. Yeah, um, like Beyonce had freedom. <laughs> and Carmen has America again. I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, also, ketchup is better than mustard. And all dogs are boys, all cats are girls. <laughs> and Seinfeld is overrated. <laughs> Honestly, Kramer's the most underrated part of that show. <laughs> like, the, the, the connections he makes between things are so out there. I mean, they're not unfamiliar if you, like, are familiar with conservative Christianity, but it's, it seems out there for him to just, just pack it all. In. Stop handing out condoms. Here's the most Hand out the word of God. <laughs> to me, this is the most MAGA line in uh-huh. the whole thing because it's coded. Uh-huh. But everyone knows what you're talking about. He says, in the 40s and 50s, student problems were chewing gum and talking. In the 90s, rape and murder are the trend. The only way this nation can even hope to last this decade is to put God in America again. So that, 40s and 50s. Guys, the only the only problems in the 40s and 50s yeah. were chewing gum and talking. Kids yeah, I were think, innocent back then. I think the first rape ever was not until the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. People it was didn't know what it was. was the yeah. first rape. Nobody was doinking up until, I think, 1992. Yeah. The first ever drug ever done. Wanted or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well. Uh, and then just, like... Bringing up the founding fathers too, and Daniel Webster, <laughs> yeah, well-known founding father, <laughs> as like our moral authority. Yeah. Which at this point, you know, you don't you don't need to be too bright to be like they're not a moral authority. Mm-hmm. They did some good stuff. But yeah, there there was a lot messed up there. He left out the part where like, Wait, oh, you mean Noah Webster? No, oh yeah, it's not Daniel Webster. Uh, it says no here. Okay, sure, I could be wrong. I'll go with that. Correct me. <laughs> No, that's never what you asked for on a podcast. Rebuke me, daddy. <laughs> Rebuke me, daddy. I'm going to start a podcast called Rebuke Me, Daddy. Oh, yeah. Noah Webster Jr., American Lexus. Yeah, this is the guy. Oh, Did he actually invent the dictionary? Like, 
that's what he says in the song. Uh, dictionaries like probably Webster's name that, became like synonymous with dictionary in the United the States, especially the modern Merriam-Webster dictionary. That was yeah. the first published in 1828 as an American dictionary of the English language. So I gotta say, like, I knew he was associated with the Merriam-Webster dictionary. I just was like, I think he phrases it like he invented the dictionary. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like the idea of a book full of Defining word definitions. Words. Oh, very common, I'm sure. You by the way, are we gonna do his? Li- are we gonna do his life coaching? By the way, yeah. Carmen offers life coaching on the internet now. Whoa. Venmo me. <laughs> I Venmo you? I feel like it wasn't that expensive. We have to do it together. Okay. And record it. Do we want to merge as him? one person? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll ask him every other question. Okay. Is it like a video chat thing? I think can, it like, is a video chat. I don't want to catfish like the guy. No. I don't want to like mess with him. No, I think it is a video chat. Okay. Um, but you're not you're you're not face to face like on video with him. It's I, not like a FaceTime thing. No, you but you can purchase the coaching online. Okay. Wait, so it's just it videos like, like it, it you can be. do it. What if he just sends us a bunch of like VHS tapes? That could if, be it. I wonder if it's like uh, like the video chat thing where like people can watch you video chat and then they have a screen to type questions yeah. or something. Mm. Well, there were also levels too. There was like silver, gold, bronze level. And you get different thetans at different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carmen, Carmen, baby, boy. Whew. You brought a good one. Yeah, that was a doozy. Jeffrey. It's it's hard. It's a hard song. That song's been in my head since college. I remember that song. This yeah. is what, the. There's no melody. No, that just the idea of that <laughs> song, of that like song. that video and that America, song. America. Yeah. Until I mentioned I mentioned it to you because, and then I watched it after I told you that that was my suggestion for worst Christian song. And then I was well, I was pleasantly surprised that it's the, <laughs> it's the America's funniest videos. <laughs> Low key, I think so someone good. stole from someone. Wait, what, what is the America's Funniest Home Video song? You gotta last from coast to coast <laughs> to make you smile. Yeah, da Getting out of style of uh-huh. the red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah. All the funny things you do. America, America, this is you. No more porn. No more porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember that part. So I feel like the, ideolo- the ideology of this song is actually some of the most poisonous that we experience in my generation and my upbringing. Because specifically, I'll just speak specifically to my own upbringing. The idea that uh, America was a Christian nation and the Constitution was inerrant and infallible the way the Bible was supposed to be inerrant and infallible was like one of the most damaging and destructive things because... Upon that idea, you can justify all manner of ill Mm -hmm. and all manner of like, this is God's nation. This is, you know, you take the poetry of a phrase like the shining city on the hill, i.e. the only one that we as Americans need to care about and we don't need to worry about things uh, like foreign aid or Mm -hmm. the AIDS crisis or Mm -hmm. like things like that and things that... uh, in my household in particular, we're just like a lot of that stuff got real messed up. Did you experience any of that yeah. growing up in Dallas? Yeah, absolutely. With uh, like family and then friends and then the church groups too of this idea of like being handing lit- being handed literature about like I was in, I was in high school when uh, Clinton was in office and it was a matter of uh, Jocelyn Elders, his uh, Surgeon General. Uh, she was, uh, she promoted, uh, I mean, she promoted health and one of the things that she thought it was important in sex ed was to teach about masturbation mm-hmm. um as an important growing part and like hey, parents or whatever yeah nominees. that's right <laughs> but i remember i remember that was such a big thing that was a big deal for my family to talk about that and give me information about like we have to get this woman out of here like she is like talking huh. to she wants to talk to 
she wants to talk to teenagers about how to play with themselves. Yeah, that's like perverted. they're infecting our kids. They've never and, and I was like, no, she's that. not walking up to a teenager in the mall going, <laughs> let me show you how to play with it. Like, it's not <laughs> yeah. that. She's like, she's not oh, running for Senate now. No, that's right. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that that's... Uh, that type of like toxicity and oh and and the other idea too of like he does this in this video of of let's equate protesters let's let's equate especially like there has to be some of that which is like probably either like the watts riots or or rodney king riots mm-hmm. uh, or sure. the crown heights riots in I there see, and things like that problem, yeah. and so like here's the problem and they're trying to do certain things like when they show people peacefully praying there's like one black man in that group or <laughs> right. whatever but i was like they're they're saying that that i <laughs> the one the one promising moment in that song is when he's like, we've got a real problem with guns and every, and then it's like, sure. but it's like black teenagers right. in a city school. And I'm like, yeah, the lyric yeah. is fine. And then the image they show yeah, is it's not. Like, okay, I was like, it. oh man, all the school shootings. I don't think I've seen one black kid <laughs> doing the school kid. shooting. Yeah. It's always white boy. Yeah. And yeah, I think, um, yeah, that type of thing is really, really bad when you, when you connect America to yeah. To perfection like to God Jesus. equates Christianity, equates America. Yeah. And it's a very um, compassionless Christianity as well, too. And it's a very, like, us first, um, keep everything else at bay, like, strong arm, whatever other culture, whatever other ideas, and religious freedom, but only our religion. Yeah. And any any threat to our religion in the name of religious freedom of like don't push anything down our throat means they're attacking the core of this nation and mm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you can't attack the core of this nation without also attacking God because God equals America and then we're back in it. You know, yeah. and it's like that kind of stuff is really damaging and it's it's something I had to untangle too. It's like as I grew up. Yeah, and it's almost like a broader national level of just a self-absorbed person (laughs) where it's like, just think about a person that you would describe as like, Oh, this guy, this girl, they're just kind of in their own world. They don't think about other people. They don't get out of their own heads Mm -hmm. where it's like, as a nation, America's just like, well, yeah, it's us. Yeah. We're the, we're the good ones. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's so much we could talk about on this topic. It's, this it's yeah. this song is the opposite of the parents on Davy and Goliath. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, this is very much where they're like, yeah, I think we should look within ourselves. I think. <laughs> yeah, let the parents of Davy be a corrective measure against yeah. listening to this song. So, so what's the worst? Well, guys, we got we to gotta vote on it. I feel like, I feel like my heart's leaning towards, I'm going to say America again is the worst. I'm going to say it. It's pretty it's not- much every category. It's the worst. Man, I love masturbation now. The big M is yeah. so good. Yeah. Well, that's... I'll miss it. <laughs> we, well, I know. Imagine making our next guest listen to this song. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There was... I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed Big M. Um, I, I mean, like, I hated it. There's it's camp. an awful song. Yeah. There's a camp value. But there's... It came around very quickly to it. I mean... <laughs> it took me a couple weeks. And it's so I mean, I, I really think it's a miserable song, and it's not going to be on my iPhone no. for very long. But um, but it will be in your head. But it will be in my head. <laughs> this song, like, I complained about the sing-talking of Big M, but this one, like, he barely lets it really get going. And then all he really has musically is the same chord progression <laughs> right. of a, 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 a AFV. It's a poor excuse for a song. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I could listen to this a hundred times in a row, and I plan on it, but never be charmed by it. No. Whereas the big M is like... Yeah, like, this won't grow on me. There's almost like, oh, I see. I see what You're adorable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in a way, big M is adorable. Yeah. As far as anti-masturbation songs go. Mm-hmm. Cutest and if one. If there's others, <laughs> cutest 
one. Cute as a button. If there's others, <laughs> please let us know. Goodchristianfun at gmail.com. So, all right. Goodbye, Big M. Oh, Hello, sorry, America again. Oh, Jeffrey, thank Carmen, you. So for curse. <laughs> Maybe we'll put the hunt on hold for next week. <laughs> really? We'll do some other segment. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Wow. Okay. Well, Sorry, now I hope I didn't ruin that segment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. you uh, mm. you ended our show. Oh, so geez. thanks. So sorry. <laughs> but guys, don't worry about what Jeffrey did or didn't ruin. <laughs> Let's get into a better space. Let's get into a more contemplative space. Something a little more subtle, a little more reflective, like Davy's parents, mm. the Hansons. Mm-hmm. And Jeffrey on other people's shows, you may promote yourself and your projects <laughs> but we're not here to do that we're no. here to lift it up pride comes before the fall baby. pride comes before the fall mm-hmm. sir so don't you dare have the sin of pride caroline will start with but you. if you would like prayer for your um, projects yeah um, we'll okay. pray over go ahead projects. and lift that up and yeah. we'll, uh, we'll it's almost like you it. and joseph are kind of the co-pastors of a huge church we are if mm-hmm. it must feel like that a huge that weird church yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like podcasters in particular feel like that. Like there's congregations. Yeah, there definitely are. Yeah. yeah. So Caroline, we'll start with you. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. Um, if this week you could be lifting me up at Totem Spirit Wolf. Okay. I have a dumb handle. You but can I change love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of me. Try get verified if you change it. Uh, I do want that blue check. <laughs> You can lift up that I just I'll get make you one. verified. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I'll just dip my wallet in paint and give you a blue check. <laughs> Good one. Thank um, you. you guys could be lifting up Kevin's jokes. Lift him up to where? They need it. Okay. Um, just kidding, Kevin. You're very funny. Thank you. Uh, lift me up at Totem Spirit Wolf, Instagram and Twitter. Um, and this week, I would like to lift up uh, a book that I just finished by Rachel Held Evans. Um, a listener actually t- uh, suggested it to us. Thought it might be applicable to our situation. And uh, I really enjoyed it. It was really um, interesting. It's and called very... What to Do When Your Podcast Fails. <laughs> <laughs> it applies to our situation all too well. <laughs> Go get a job. That's pretty much what it says. Um, Um, but yeah it was great it's called Searching for Sunday and uh, maybe we'll talk to Rachel someday maybe we will maybe we will bring her up a little teaser yeah that's it yeah that's it amen Jeffrey what are you lifting up this week I would like to lift up book two as a matter of fact Um, it was a book I just was rereading the other day and uh, it is a book called Nature Poem it is a poem you can find it in a poetry section written by a fantastic poet named Tommy Pico. Tommy Pico. Tommy P-I-C-O, that Tommy Pico. He also has a podcast called Food for Thought. Thought spelled T-H-O-T. Does and he go by Pico de Gallo on that I podcast? I don't think he does. <laughs> he does not. But he's, a, he's an amazing poet. And uh, the poem, Nature Poem, uh, was inspired by, he is First Nations, and it was inspired by the number of white people who were like you should write a nature poem mm. and so he wrote a book that's premise is i'm i can't write a nature poem i'm not going to write oh. a nature poem and it's really beautiful and it's really funny and it's has a lot of really 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 powerful lines that hit 
really hard. Um, and uh, I think it is uh, the best poem I've read in, in, in a long, long time. Wow. And it's short and it's wonderful. And I want to lift that up. All Nature right. Poem. By Pico. Where Tommy can, Pico. Uh, where can people be lifting you up? People can needs. lift me up at Happier Man on the Twitter. Okay. Also at Happier Man on the Instagram, but I use Twitter just a little bit more. And uh, what, heavier traffic. Heavier going, traffic. Going yeah. To Twitter and, and happier. That's man. right. That's right. Um, you will get more photos of my cat on Instagram. Yeah. So you can lift up my disgruntled seventeen-year-old cat Simone. Oh. Um, yeah, I'd be disgruntled too. He yeah. is. A, he's a mess. He's an absolute mess. You can lift Simone up as well. Simone, um, we'll be praying. How do they compare to Davy or to Goliath? <laughs> Not Davy. <laughs> He's less, um, his face is less g- gross than that's Goliath's. Good. That's good. But but he shits a lot more often. <laughs> that's <laughs> In true. places he should not. You don't you don't get a lot of scenes of Goliath <laughs> dropping a claymation hot one <laughs> no. on people's lawns. <laughs> but hopefully in the revival that that's right. Netflix will do one day, you'll get that scene finally. Um, and finally, you can you can lift me up at the at nightvalepresents.com we have a nice network of beautiful podcasts like welcome to night vale welcome to night vale and within the wires oh yeah and alice is and alice is dead and conversations with people who hate me with dylan Mary. oh yeah oh that's all kinds that of great things awesome. and um and you know what uh i think my one of my favorite fiction podcasts of this past year was it makes a sound and it was on our network yeah. and I did not produce the show. I did not work on the show. We just, there's a wonderful writer named Jacqueline Landgraf and she wrote this and it's beautiful. And it's one of those shows that starts in one direction and goes in a completely different yeah, one. It's and really it's lovely. beautiful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Those are the things. Lift it up. I have lifted up. Lift the hell up. Yeah. I go see Nightvale when they come to town. That's right. Yeah. We'll be back be wherever back. you live someday. That's right. Right in yeah. your house. Well, you can. Well, <laughs> we're there right now. You wake up, turn around, listener. Welcome, Jeffrey's right there. Hello, Tim. Uh, well, you can find me at Kevin T. Porter everywhere, on Instagram, also on Twitter. I think the Snapchat's still up. I'm not using that crap. I'm not either. Although, send me a DM <laughs> on Snapchat. Maybe I'll look at it. Or no, it's just a direct snap. It's not a DM. Um, <laughs> That was the number one thing I heard at PodCon. Kevin, close your DMs. <laughs> and I was like, but what Stop about business? That. And they're like, no. But I still maintain I opened business. my DMs recently. Yeah? Yeah. And opened your heart? Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. I did. There was only, I only got one so far. Oh, well, not anymore. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, you know what I'm going to lift up. You could see this coming a week away. And if you've seen my Twitter, you know what it's going to be. Book of Mormon. No. Okay. <laughs> it's Paddington 2. Oh, sweet Paddington. <laughs> Paddington 2. Okay, listeners. Caroline and I went. Piggybacking off of that. With some friends. Paddington is wonderful. Paddington. No lie, no joke. Really? It's so good. Oh, yeah. We're not JK. Paddington 1 <laughs> on Netflix. Really good. Whew. Beautiful. Pa- it's, Padding- on, it's on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. But Paddington 2 See Paddington 1 first Don't okay. ju- don't just skip to 2 okay. I cried my dick off Go see 1 I mean it was <laughs> Between 3 of the 4 of us in our group Cried 60 of the 90 minutes of the movie Straight through Wow Paddington 2 
not not to be like it's not like cry porn or whatever but it's like just so moving and beautiful did you have to have read the Paddington books no no (laughs) I've no I read Corduroy so I even felt a little don't see Paddington unless you know Paddington (laughs) (laughs) no I felt a little unfaithful to my Corduroy but uh, I didn't care okay Paddington is pure he has integrity he has character this sounds like a bit it's not he makes me and I feel like he has made me in the last few days a more kind person a more decent person at least made me want to be that he's such a sweet little guy who makes all of his environment around him better he includes everybody he includes all kinds of people it's It's pro-immigration it's anti-Brexit it's a gorgeous movie and it's funny and Hugh Grant's so funny in it and and I mean yeah I I can't believe this movie exists spoiler alert Paddington figures out the prison industrial complex (laughs) (laughs) and solves it he does there's a message of like rehab oriented prisons rather than punitive it's crazy it's It's go see Paddington 2 Wow. Honestly, you're not going to regret it, but see the first one first. I'm going to download it and watch it on my 12-hour plane flight. You Please do. Yeah. yeah. Watch the first yeah. one. You can, look, you can lift up the podcast at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash Christian Fun Pod. And then go on Facebook to good Christian fans and join our Facebook group for even deeper Lots of lively discussion, discussion going on. It's a treasure trove. Lots of lively. Of things. It's, it's really a closed fun. group, so it's a safe space. Yeah. Caroline and I dip in and out, participate sometimes. We leave a who witticism or two. <laughs> we leave a comment or a like. Who <laughs> witticism. <laughs> um, and then leave us a review on our on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. And we're going to donate a dollar to a charity every time you leave a review. We're donating this month to Covenant House California. That's right. And then next month, we're choosing a new charity for yeah, the month of February. Fresh one coming at you. Yeah, fresh one coming at you and then uh, email us goodchristianfun at gmail.com there's literally so many ways to contact us (laughs) it's crazy if you aren't (laughs) you lift a finger you're basically emailing us (laughs) (laughs) I did on accident I know after we did 20 minutes about our open DMs (laughs) and snapchats oh boy Jeffrey Thanks so much for Thank joining you. us on the show. What Caroline, great Thank guess. you. Y'all were a delight. This is an honor. There's Counterpoint, let's not argue. Oh, uh, yes, Your delights. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no arguing in America anymore. <laughs> we're done with arguing. <laughs> it's a police state. And there's no other way to end this but to say, and all of Pod's people said, Amen. Amen. Guys, let's say goodbye to an old friend. <laughs> goodbye, you cute sex. little anti-masturbation song. <laughs> you we'll miss you. Pie. See you on the other side, boo-boo. <laughs> Love you. Shine a light and pierce the dark. Keep the candle burning. Next week on GCF, we're kicking off Proverbs 31 month by listening to Point of Grace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.